Hello, everybody, and welcome to Tides of Death. How are my favorite players in the world doing today? Nick and I are doing well. We're doing oh. great, yeah. I'm oh, sure what about my other two okay. favorite players in the world? Okay, dude, I'm doing great. I'm doing all right. It's a good day. Except good. that I'm, I, I relapsed on League of Legends, but, you know. Oh, no. Oh, I, man. I relapsed on Dota 2. I, I blame Nick, okay? I, yeah. put, I put, like, 40 hours in the last week. Have you? Why have you not messaged me? We could have been playing. I did message you, and you're like, oh, it's so-and-so's birthday, and I'm, you know, I'm doing other things, playing Galactic Imperium. My mother's birthday. A strong <laughs> Irish woman, okay? Have a bit of respect. <laughs> mm. Well, um, does anybody have a pirate fact for us to split some experience amongst the party? Uh, my rabbit ate my homework. That's pretty good. Pirate facts. I will uh, do a quick recap, though. Well, hold on. Jan, did you get a pirate fact? No. Okay. All right. Mr. Disappointing. Uh, speedy recap. We went to uh, the Rocky Ridge, the Hookfin Island. We fucked around there for about two hours searching for a <clears throat> dragon, a uh, Telemachy Lenorum dragon. Telemachy is his name. Lenorum is the type. Basically, we messed around there for two hours, didn't find anything. Found something cool that heals you with a piece of the dragon's scale. If you put it in this slot in the wall, it will heal you. Um, eventually, we went to the very middle of the two islands, Rocky Ridge and Hookfin. And in the middle, we dove down, and then the dragon was there. We talked to the dragon for a bit. He rewarded three of us. Well, he was going to reward three of us, but two of us had requests that he could do. Um, he rewarded Archie with some sort of extra ability, which I think we'll find out today. No. He rewarded <clears throat> Nilrim with a spellbook, which we'll find out about next week. And uh, Sale I got for something, but got told to get fucked. So, yep. mm -hmm. and that's where we ended. <clears throat> uh, my request was too vague. I never mm. know what to ask for. In and then, I don't know how Nick got fucked over this time, but he got fucked over. Yeah, Nick didn't this get anything because he's not a human. Yeah, I can't remember what I did wrong. You were... I did something wrong. You're undead. Yeah. You were too slow. He was going to give you something, I think. Mooten bargained yeah. for you? <clears throat> I bargained for you, and then the dragon kind of looked at you, and then you kind of just was like, ah. It wasn't communicated. No one was speaking to me. Yeah, because it was all, you know, under the table, low-key. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. Mm. I think okay, John doesn't need... What did Pokemon... Or what did uh, Archie get? Can we reveal that? Let's let's. I think we find out in game. No. Do you remember what you were told, Archie? Um, or what, I'm sorry. Do you remember what you said that you were looking for or wanted? Let me. Yeah. So originally he wanted to bring John back to the way he was, right? And then uh, Telemachy said that um, that only the person who made him like that can bring him back. Mm -hmm. Um. So then Archie asked for. Can you give me power to always protect my crew so that they never have to suffer again like John did? And then uh, he 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 had a little meal. He ate the whisker. And um, now we're here. Okay. Interesting. Hopefully we will find that out today. Yeah. Uh, and now that our party <laughs> has left this underground area between these two islands, where are we headed to? We're heading the... back to base to figure out where the White Prince's ship is. We scheduled some meeting or something. 
We do have a meeting, I believe. Yeah. With someone. <clears throat> How did we breathe underwater again? I so cast... I yeah. You had a spell, okay. Mm -hmm. I have a spell, but it's not as good as sales. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Majorly. So, <laughs> how do we get back up to the ship? Is like, do we just swim back up? What's the I duration? I have been down there that long. Yeah, it wasn't that long. I think the duration of your spell is still going, Cleric? Yeah. It, I think I, I did two casts, and I split it up, and I think it's, that would be two hours each. Let me double check. Um, yeah, because you're only down there for 15, maybe 20 minutes. All right, okay. Yeah, the dragon. Yeah, will... It would have been two hours each, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. What did Easy we see of the dragon again, Neil? Remind us. It was really just like the face, and I think a claw came out at some point. Um, you really didn't see much beyond like the, the head and neck. The body was shrouded in the, the darkness because there wasn't very much light down here. Mm. Mm. I'm a little bit suspicious of it. So Tell me more. some puppeteering going on? Yeah, I'm not sure if we should really be making allegiances to something else. Because um, there was a bit of a confusion about the dragon didn't know what row he was and claimed to be the god of the sea, right? Mm -hmm. yes. yeah. Kind of the same thing that Rohi is. So it's a little, it seems like we're well, kind of in both sides in a way that maybe is a dangerous. Does Rohi claim to be god of the sea or is he just acting on his own agenda? I don't think he's actually claimed that title. That's a different thing entirely. Mm. Like, If we're going to have a theological debate, Rohi's entire religion seems to be just fuck the white prince. <laughs> <laughs> True. No, yeah. Yeah. I would have with a sea theme. With a sea theme, which could be misdirection. It could be like just some other god of some other things. It's like, yeah, I'll throw a few water spells into this cleric spell book. But unbeknownst to me, I might have like access to some spells that I, just because I don't know I can cast them because I'm aligned with this other deity that actually has a different domain entirely. You know, you never know what's going on with Rohi. We're going to meet back on Angel Island, right? Mm hmm. So we we sent out the secondary crew to look for the clerics, right? That's what happened. To send them a message to set up a meeting. To set up a meeting on Angel Island. Mm -hmm. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, back to the cruise base on Sulphur Island. Um, it's quite a ways away. Um, do you want to go against the current or with the current? I think considering the distance, it's probably about the same either direction. Uh, but one direction, you know, passes a lot more islands and a lot more ships and and territory that you're less familiar with. What would make Nilrum look cooler navigating through? Would cutting through the center actually be faster? Or is the water faster on the outside? The, it might be... You could, in theory, if Nilrum's really good, you That's might be able good. to cut through something like this and back out again. Um, but... <clears throat> it would save you marginal time, bring you into the Midlands where you would maybe run into stuff you don't want to. And if you yeah. fail as his check, you would like end up in a really wrong spot and it would take you a long time to get back. It would be cool, but it's unnecessarily um, risky. Let's just go this way. We have the long cool. ship and we have ghostly rowers. So we'll just paddle back. Yeah. With your ghostly rowers, it, you can row all night long and then it's not too hard at all to I'll give you a check back. as well. Why not? Yeah, well, so let's I guess, just like, see what it would have been. Oh, see? See? Nice. You, you don't want to fuck that up. No. Does Sorry. um, does Archie feel different at all? Just very initially, is there anything noticeable about eating that whisker that has changed for him? 
consume the dragon's whisker. It's kind of, you know, tough and springy. I get the impression that as the, the drums are pounding, Archie's sort of like looking inward, trying to hmm. to feel some sort of difference, right? Yeah. Looking for a sign that, that he's changed for the, the yep. stronger, for the better, for the more protective. Um, he's like throwing out some punches into the air. Hmm. My dice. Where's your character sheet? Hold on. Needed to look up your stats first. Yeah, there's a certain... I want to call it like a, a confidence. Not that Archie's ever been like a, a self-conscious mm -hmm. or non-confident person, but there's a certain like steady confidence that comes with your fists these days. Mm -hmm. um, there's this, you know, sort of... You know when you like hit just about 30 years old and you're like, wait a minute, I think I've got this life shit figured out. And nothing's yeah, yeah, really yeah. changed in your life, but you kinda yep. you there's more of like a self-owning of your your things. Mm -hmm. That's that's sort of the, the feeling that Archie's getting. You can't necessarily say you're punching faster or stronger, but your focus is there and your your confidence is there. Interesting. Okay. We sail okay. back. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, we sail back. Well, yeah, let's have a little conversation along the way. So I think John's maybe a little bit quiet when we first get to the boat, but once we get going, I'll speak up and say, so uh, what happened down there? That was strange. I met this thing, spoken riddles. What came of it? Normal we'll the spell book. The dragon uh, presented us with gifts. Yep. I'll look over to sale. What did you get? All I got is an audience with a liar and a delusional being that thinks it's a god. <laughs> a waste of my fucking time. Interesting. Archie? I mean, give me a snack. It was good. Archie, um... isn't that like the second piece of a god you've eaten? You're starting a collection over there. Yeah, it's... um. You know what? Taste-wise, a little better than the raw squid. But um, I'm, I'm not really sure what came of it. You know, John, I asked him to fix you up. Um, I didn't hear that. He, he Just reminds, John. Hmm. Speak um, to me. I don't think it could. Yeah, I, I think it, it didn't really like... What you had, you know, Archie will like run his finger across your neck going on there. How's uh how's our friend gonna think about this? I guess we'll um you know Our friend introduced us to him, so Yeah. We'll we'll, we'll find out. It's, I I'm sure it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It's not like John. we did anything that's not in his interest. The enemy of my enemy is my friend, isn't that what they say? That is what they say, yeah. Some people do say that, that's true. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> it seemed like um, this guy wasn't a fan of the White Prince that much. So Who is these like days? The White Prince. Uh, I don't know, you might have a point with the wizard stuff, right? 
don't know about that. What do you mean? How he says that uh, wizards unchecked without uh, proper control are just crazy and ruin everything. Yeah, but the Duke uh, of accidentally we, we, would know, <laughs> we would know about that, yeah. That's funny. That's why I've got to keep you in check, Norm. That's right, John. All right, well, I've, you know, I've never seen a dragon before, so I suppose I suppose there's that. Yeah, after John says that, Sale is going to take a moment to reflect and be like, actually, yeah, you're right. We've been through so much wild shit that I didn't even really consider how insane it is that we just swam down to the bottom of the ocean and shook hands with a dragon. And I'll turn to Archie. And you ate a piece of him. I ate a piece of a dragon. It was probably even one of the, the strongest dragons. Dragon. We need to go drinking. This is going to be one of the best stories we'll ever tell. That's that no way he's going to believe us. <laughs> well, there's an island over here tales. that we could go to, and I guess as we're passing at normal point. Um, the crew looks at John. Ron shrugs. Sure, why not, I guess. Try not to kill anyone. We'll stop here. Is there an obvious dock? Yeah, there's a little uh, a little port there. <clears throat> and we go. Yeah, let you me, can uh, go. Let me do um, the talking here. Just be ready. Do we cut to three days later and the town in flames as you sail away? I think we just... we just need we need one more. We need that conversation with the dockmaster when we <laughs> land, and then we can cut to the town in flames. Sure, sure. You, you pull up your, your boat... <laughs> to the dock and there on the dock <clears throat> is a man holding a, a small leather bound book and it's sort of shaking in his hands and he holds it close to him the dock is sort of not much else is happening here it's a little town there's some other fishing boats and people's heads are down as they're like you know folding their nets and whatnot but the one harbor master is standing on the, the dock and hands a little Parkinson'sy. I will uh, step off my ship onto the dock and approach the man. <laughs> Hi. Are you okay there, sir? Yes, yes, sir. You all right? Yes, sir. It's shaky. Uh, well, it's not every day that the Crimson Fists come and knocking ah. on your dock. That's right. Well, we're here to collect our taxes. So uh, we'll <laughs> be waiting in the tavern, getting some drinks. Um, we'll be leaving in the morning. So as long as you can sort of collect them, uh, by now, what taxes do you pay to the White Prince, or did you pay to the White Prince? Uh, I'm just the dockmaster. I, I just, I just collect the docking fees. You, you, uh -huh. you, you. Yeah, well, we'll take five percent less than the White Prince. You know, you get a good deal with the Crimson Fist. So you're gonna have a hey, word with whoever you... it is. We'll be in the tavern, uh, and we'll see you tomorrow. And with that, send he turns. The, uh, send over and... the blacksmith as well. Turns and begins to sprint into town as the party heads to one of the inns here. Our reputation really does precede us. Well, I mean, John, these are our islands now. Exactly. No, so I, I was getting ready for an argument, so I was going to tell him, but it seems that they already know. He was so shook up because he saw us. He was so excited. Like, Starstruck, I think, yeah. Celebrities out here, yeah. I know, I know. <clears throat> I should have signed his ledger. Oh, he would yeah. have liked that sale, yeah. He would have liked that. Maybe you can go and chase after him. He doesn't look that quick on his feet. <laughs> Ah, uh, no, I've been dying for a drink. We've been out in the sea for a long time, Captain. We have. That's all right. Okay. Well, you know, as is tradition, when we make a uh, leave, time for your wages, guys. So I'll reach in and give them all like 30 silver for drinks. <laughs> well, what was this for the last two days, Captain? Where's the rest <laughs> <Yeah>. of this? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, just because you're celebrities now doesn't mean your wages go up. We can Archie have that conversation. Without putting it into question. Miller I'll buy the, the first round sale. He'll give it to Seymour. <clears throat> mm -hmm. 
Seymour grabs just one of the coins and nibbles on it a little bit, turning it in his paws, keeping one eye on John, on the far shoulder of Nilrum from John. I can't even look at Seymour at this point. It makes me so angry and sad at the same time. Mm. I'll warm up to you. I know it. I can't even warm up myself, mate. That is a problem, man. <laughs> you, you make your way into the town square. There's a big fat sign hanging from a pair of hooks sort of blowing in the, the gentle breeze, the little creaky creaky. Um, and this place is called the Damp Cat. Do we not see any guards or anything like that? Nope. Not a single soldier or guard anywhere to be seen. I guess if they are around, they're clever enough to make themselves scuss. No, I guess we fucked this town up, baby. <laughs> yeah, like, have we been here before? <laughs> I look around. Is there yeah. remnants of, like, fires or anything like that? Have we been here? No, no, it looks pretty intact. There's nothing damaged or destroyed. Um, What's the island great. called? This oh, island. Ah, yes. <clears throat> this is Creighton Island. It's Captain, sound... when we go to these islands, should we do a little bit of recruiting? Just, you know, well, see if we can see some people to bring back. Why not? Do you know what we could do? It might warm my cold, dead heart. Perhaps we could have a bit of a fist fistfighting competition in the tavern tonight. Put a few oh. coins down on the table, get some people to beat each other up. You know, the ones who win, they can uh, come back with us. Yeah, I can be a judge. Hell yeah. Yeah. All right, let's do that. I'd also like an opportunity, Captain, to, to check out the theological matters on this island. If there's any <clears throat> clerics of us there that need re-education. That's a good point, Sale. Yes, well, uh, I think you need to wet your whistle first. Oh, Perhaps. sure, that can be handled tomorrow. There'll be plenty of time. Exactly, yeah, we can handle that in the morning. No, we'll drink, um, but as they're doing their stuff, he's going to read through the Weatherlight Orphan Papers. Um <clears throat> There mm -hmm. seemed to be some sort of cipher or code, so he's just going to spend, like, the entire day on that. We've already um, made some dice rolls on that yeah, cipher. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, I'm going to see if anyone maybe notices when he's reading it, so, yeah. All right. Alrighty. Wait, what was the Weatherlight cipher? I have no idea. Yeah. Oh, was it something uh, we found and I just have forgotten something it? Something we found months and months ago. Mm-hmm. All right. There was a, a weird woman in an orphanage. She had a book that she was making some remarks on, and there was some sort of like cryptic purpose for her. But Mooton botched his deciphering or code breaking check, and is like been trying to figure out what the book says ever since. He's gotcha. the smartest man in the land, and if he can't do it, no one else can. All right, you come on into the inn. Some folks take a look at you and go back to their stuff immediately. A uh, couple of people on the far side of the room do like the double take and then watch until you make eye contact with them and then they quickly put their heads back down. Um, and if within a minute or two, they excuse themselves politely from the room and, and head on out paying their bar tab on the way um, shortly thereafter. An old gentleman comes up to you. He's got like a faded bow tie and he's got a shirt that used to probably fit him, but he's a little bit thinner in his old age. So it hangs sort of, you know, loosely on him. Uh, and with his sort of unfixed eyes, he comes to your table and says, um, lords, ladies, can I get you anything? Yes. Uh, ale is it, lads? Ale it is. 
You got any uh, anything stronger for the captain? Vodka, something like that. Yes. Moonshine. Yes. I'll take a bottle of that. Yes. And a small cup of ale for Seymour, and I'll point to the monkey. <laughs> His head turns. <laughs> He's earned it. He looks at the monkey. His head turns back to you. I'm sorry. We only serve adults here. That monkey couldn't be older than 18. <laughs> He's. He's a monkey adult, let me tell you. Yeah. In monkey years, he's old enough. Yeah. Norm looks up from his papers and uh, just yes. waves the wand and says, Serves the, serve the monkey or I'll kill you. His magic fear wand. <laughs> You're not activating <laughs> it though, right? You're just sort of waving it. No, he's it. not activating. He's just like waving it around. Very good, sirs. And with that, the old man turns and heads back to the bar. <laughs> gets your drinks, brings back. Uh, four mugs of ale, one little shot glass full of ale, and a full oh. bottle of moonshine. Great. Um, That'll stop. be 50 silver. That's a lot, right? It's a lot. Is it yeah, usually like a, a mug of per? Yeah, a mug of ale should be about a silver. The bottle of moonshine is oh. probably the expensive thing. Oh, okay. That's fine. Well, this one's on me, lads. I hand the guy 60 silver. Oh, big money. Keep him Captain. coming, old man. All right, Captain. Okay. Right. Very Don't good, sir. Do anything for years. Hey, hey back, barkeep. Hey, you come back uh, here. Yes, sir. These place get busy at night. Yes, sir. Good, good. You got some good fighters in here. In the town. Not that I can think of. Well, uh, put the word out. There's going to be a little uh, tournament tonight with fifty gold prize money for the winner. Uh, barkeep as well. Is there a blacksmith, a tanner, or like a glass worker in the stone? We have a, a smith and a tanner. No glass makers. Armor smith? No, sir. Okay. Do they make fine weapons or do they make weapons for the common folk? Tools mostly, sir. And chains. Okay. Can you point me in the direction? <clears throat> Uh, he gets up and goes uh, to the door and leans out the door and points down the road, sort of parallel to the, the street out in front. And, you know, seven seven houses down. You can't miss it. That's where all the pounding comes from. Yeah. Captain, you mind if I go uh, have a conversation with them? As long as it's just a conversation, Miller. Just a conversation. No one Listen. won't go. I, I stand up. I stand up. After, I stand up after him, and I sort of like go up behind him, and whisper in his ear, and I say, "If he causes any trouble, just bring him back here. Don't do anything rash on your own." Got it. Thank you, Captain. Seymour. Normal clap. Glare at Seymour as he runs off. Seymour puts down the shot glass full of ale that he's finished and scampers across the table, over the floor, and hops up on Nilrum's shoulder. The two of them depart. I'll, uh, I'll stretch my legs and stand up and say, "Well." I'll go help put the word out for the tournament. What is the tournament, Captain? It's a fist fighting thing, is it? Fist fighting tournament. Archie knows the rules, but uh, I, I'm not, I I will reach into my... I'm going to pull, like... There's like an empty table near us or something right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will pull the empty table towards me, like dragging it across the floor, making a big loud noise, and I'll pull out a bag. <laughs> I, I take off the, the string, opening the bag, and then I'm just going to pour, turn the bag upside down and pour out a big pile of 50 gold. Mm. on the table and just leave it there next to me. Well, it doesn't take long until one of the folks from a nearby table comes waddling over towards you. It's a, <clears throat> a middle-aged woman. 
And she puts one hand on the table that has the pile of gold and leans on it and goes, well, 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 that's quite the display of wealth you've got going on here. Careful what you're doing there, Missy. I know how many coins are in that pile. I'm sure you do. But you wouldn't mm. be showing it here if you didn't want to attract some attention, so what gives? That's right. Well, you can find someone to fight you, and you can beat them up. Then you can find someone else, beat them up. We're going to have a little tournament later. Fist fighting. Now, I'm not sure that you're built for it, but looks can be deceiving. Archie's going to judge them extremely on their characteristics, look them up and down. She's a middle-aged farmer, you know? She's got some heft yeah. to her, but, like, you know, run of the Ar mill. Archie's got, like, an ailer to him at this point. Mm -hmm. No, I, I think she's got it. I think she's got it. I think she can she can she can roll this, you know? Oh, if Archie thinks she can do it, this here yep. is the winner's pass. But yep. uh there's bonuses along the way for people who show initiative and uh, gusto. So when you stick around, get a few more drinks in you, and uh when this place gets a bit busier, maybe we can find you someone. And bonuses? Initiative? Gusto? Yeah. If you even if you don't win the tournament, if you put in a good showing, there might be something in it for you. She sits down in Nilrum's chair uninvited. <clears throat> what do you mean? This is I more than just fight. some fighting thing, right? No, who that's are not you? true. It is. It is. <laughs> you really don't know who we are? Should I? I don't think I've seen you around before. Well, actually, you know, if you did know who we are, you probably wouldn't be seeing so rude sitting in my friend's chair. She, like, begins to sit up a little bit more straight. <clears throat> you know, takes her hand off the table near the coins. Like I said, go and get yourself a drink. Stick around. I like you. You seem like you've got gusto, so I'm not going to hold this against you. But, uh, yeah, get out of my table, please, and I'll, I'll see you later. She quietly gets up and hurries back to her table, relaying the story of what she experienced with her other friends over there. And soon you're getting looks from them, and one person from another table comes over to their table to see what was going on, and word begins to travel throughout the bar that there's something going on here. Some folks head out a little prematurely, leaving their friends behind. But we're going to take a quick moment and take a look at what Nilrum is doing as he leaves the bar and heads for the blacksmith shop. You find it. Norman Seymour walk there. Um, how does this town look? Does it look wealthy? Does it look poor? You know, it's one of these little island towns. It's self-sufficient. It's got its own things going. There's some money here. There's some stuff, but it's not really anything to write home about. It, it's not wealthy, but they've got Nobody some money. Nobody would care if it sank in the ocean is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. No, we'll go to the blacksmith shop. I'm sure he can hear where the pounding's happening. Absolutely. Loud sound of um, steel slapping oh. steel. Teresa knows um, where the pounding's happening. Shut the fuck up. He walks in the, <laughs> he walks in the door. Uh, is, do they have, like, weapons displayed? Um, armor, there are no weapons, shields. but there's, like, some hooks, and there's some chains, and there's, like, a lantern on display. Um, all sorts of tools, but nothing that's designed as a primary weapon i have an appraising uh, proficiency is there mm -hmm. a way i could like appraise like how good of like craftsmen absolutely yeah okay. make me an appraising check 31 this is a very average craftsman they will do a, they will make some stuff it'll take a little while it probably won't look super good but it'll hold up under duress and under stress decent quality 
it's fine. It's what you would expect from one of these random towns and random islands out in the middle of nowhere. Just looking for the legendary craftsman. No, this is definitely not the legend. This is some, you know. Uh, excuse me, sir. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, coming out from behind a, a little wall is a young man. He's got uh, his tongs and a piece of iron stuck in between them that he's just quenched in a vat of water. And, he, you know, you hear the hiss and he comes on out with it, cocks his head to the side and goes, hello. How young? 20. Okay. Uh, I'm here for some iron dust. <laughs> Do you by any chance uh, have any? <clears throat> Of course we do. But who the fuck wants iron dust? A wizard? <laughs> he looks to your hands. Are you wearing gloves? Uh. Oh, I think, think so. Probably. Maybe? Uh, well, no, probably not. Yeah, no, probably not. Because he doesn't have the tattoos, so he doesn't give a fuck yeah. about that. So probably not right now. Yeah, no. he looks to your hands. He sees no tattoos. He looks to your, your lapels. No signs of the white prince. He looks to your your hat. You got you do sort of have a fancy hat, but you're dressed all in black. You don't look like one of the white prince's men. Uh, for wizard, sir. Down. Is that a problem? Well, I just I don't understand. I. Are you a wizard? He nods. His eyes go yes. wide. His so hands go weak. He drops the iron bar from between the, the tongs and bolts out the backside. I of the, cast the sp- a spell. What spell do you cast? I don't know why he's running, Koibu. God, I cast magic missile. God damn it, Nilrim. <laughs> what the fuck, man? You know, if he, I just don't understand why he's running. <laughs> so you fucking kill him? I will. I will. This is why just, he's running. Just kneecap him. You just proved yeah, why he's running here. I'm running. I'm kidding him because he ran. <laughs> That's what all the cops say. Um, yeah, true. I don't know if I win initiative. I don't know if you want to roll. Uh, um, yeah, one d ten plus three for the kid to run. You catch him ten. just as he begins to turn that corner. Roll me some magic I'm missile shoot him damage. With two. Okay, I have four of them. I'm just popping him with two. Yeah. I'm gonna make it. There. He's clearly dead. Uh, oh, I think I fucked it up. You did. Wait, did warning it? shots. 2d4 plus 2. Plus, yeah. But he only has... Four. Yeah, uh, you put some... You put seven holes in his back, and he falls <laughs> to the ground. Hold on, hold on. I got time. I close the door that he was running out of. I put him... I pull him in, and I'm going to do a medicine... Or a intelligence check for, like, a medicine healing thing. Yeah. It's just instinctive at this point, isn't it, if you have somebody runs away? I just don't know why they're running. Do you have... I patch him out. Do you have a... a Healing proficiency? I do not have a healing proficiency. That's why I took it. Right, so it would be a half, but 15 and 9 is still uh, 24. It's still a pass. Yeah, so you pass them. Patch them up. No good. All good. Norm size. Um, Is there anyone else here? Archie's just sitting at the table like... Dude. How does this always happen? You look around, and sure enough, there's not somebody in this building, but like, you know, through the opening near the street where you just walked through, there's a person who's dropped their basket of vegetables onto the ground and is staring at this, like, you know, you, this man in black, dragging this guy back into the blacksmith shop and turning him over and beginning to patch up the wounds. Don't pull out a bag. He 
pulls out a bag, okay? It has coins in it. Got magic missiles in it. Kaboom! And he'll like go like this and wave them over. <laughs> so stupid. They've <laughs> dropped their basket already. They turn and run. Oh no. <laughs> I'm gonna roll a check, Koivu, okay? <laughs> they're, now they're making me feel bad. <laughs> I just... It's just a little bit of murder. What's wrong with that? It's a pass? He can't get away. Yeah, I know, but... Okay, he can go. He can go. It's fine. They're he gone. Wins. Into the town. Disappeared. Now you've got God this... They're alive. Norm leaves, goes back to the bar. <laughs> Before he gets back, I see a woman, like, <laughs> like sprinting past the window of the bar. I sort of turn around and say, i got a bad feeling about this. Before Nilrum arrives back into the bar comes who's got to be the mayor because but right behind them is the the harbor master with the hands still shaking still clasping <clears throat> that ledger in their hands and on either side of the mayor are the two bravest soldiers this town has they've got spears they've got shields oh. no white print symbols on them uh they've got some basic armor it looks like that white print styled armor that you've seen but like any trappings of the white prints have since been pulled off of it you can see like there's tears along the the shoulders where that front bit that's painted has like literally just been ripped off and it's just kind of tattered about. Um, and the, Wait, they've the ripped off the sigils, is that what you think? It looks like that. That's that's your interpretation. If you want to take a moment okay. and think about it, it could just be like old tattered stuff and maybe there were never any white print sigils and they're just kind of poor. Or these are people who have like recently removed their white print symbols and logos to talk to you. I'm a lot, you know, you can... You can decide sure. what what reality is for yourself. So, so we all turn to the door as these guys come in. Yeah. Uh, a little moment, a look of shock on my face as I turn back to my crewmates here, and I'll give them both a nod as I stand up from my chair. Hopefully, they back me up, <clears throat> and I'll walk over to the door, maybe like five feet away from the mayor, mm -hmm. and I'll say, um, "Ah, so you've brought our taxes, or perhaps people in the sound are stupider than I thought." I say eyeing the weapons of the gods. We we have indeed your, your taxes. Uh, they're, they're in the office. Okay. Archie, let's go. I, let's do it. I, I'm Mayor Roy of, of Creighton Island. He extends nice a to hand. Nice to meet you, Roy. I shake his you. hand. <clears throat> a cold, dead hand. I, I would like to welcome the Crimson Fists to Creighton Island. I Good. hope you enjoy your stay. We are enjoying our stay, thank you. This is a nice reception we're getting here. Um, I'm actually a bit taken aback. This is the nicest reception. You know, usually we've got to kill a lot of people before we get this nice of a reception. That is unnecessary. Absolutely, we will cooperate as long as um I guess we'll just cooperate, actually. Yeah. No, we'll barge in and we'll uh, yeah. <clears throat> yell. Why, why, Captain? Why do they make me magic missile then? Why do they keep running? You know, I just, I just don't get it. <laughs> no, shut up. Go and sit down and have a drink. Matt, let's, uh, I put my armor on. Excuse me? And sort of turn him around. Let's, uh, let's talk business here as I kind of lead him out of the bar. <laughs> That's um, a thing wizards do, isn't it? This must be... 
Uh, Nilrum the Magnificent. Oh, I like that. You hear that, Captain? I did hear that. I've not heard it before, though, Nilrum, so don't get any ideas. Well, hold on. If a ho-dunk town like this can he hears about me, then think of what uh, the Inner Islands have heard. This guy's just blowing smoke up your ass, okay? You must be the Arch Captain John Winters, That's Pirate true. of the yes. Seas. Captain John Winters, the greatest yes. and most fearful captain that ever did sail the seas. Which means that you, and he points towards sail, <clears throat> must be. must be the dark heretic sail of the seven seas? I didn't know I had a title, but yeah, that, yeah that's my name. Uh, that's what the White Prince's men have called you? The the, the Dark Heretic? I, I don't know if that's an appropriate title for you, that's though. Right. It is quite appropriate, yes. I mean, look, beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Look, if that's what they think of me, that's what they think of me. <sighs> and, and, and of course, uh, the Crimson Fist himself, uh, uh, First Mate Archie. We, we, we've heard of you all. Wait, that's me. What about him? And I'll point to the monkey. You've heard of him? Uh, Captain Butts, yes. And nod. <laughs> that's correct. <laughs> she will burst out laughing. <laughs> come anyway, let's uh, let's go and see about these taxes. I'd like to have a word with you, Captain. Archie, can you uh, come with? I got you, Captain. I'll look to one of the guards. Um, the blacksmith is having a night. You might want to go check on him in his, uh, you know, you know his house. The one where everybody gets pounded at. I say to the guard. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said to, to one of the party members. Oh, The no, guard no, no, cocks no, his head to the side. Uh, excuse me? Uh, the blacksmith may need attending to. <laughs> he looks to the, the mayor. Sake. The mayor gives him like a, a very thorough nod and the guard takes off. So, Mayor, when was the last time the White Prince or his, uh, you know, his captains or whatever visited your lovely island here? Maybe a month and a half ago, a ship came through, loaded up all of the White Prince's men, material, soldiers, papers, documents, and they left. Interesting. Huh. They didn't say why. They didn't say when they would be back. They just piled into a boat with all of their things, locked up their their offices and barracks and and left. Those uh, offices and barracks, they're still here? Yes, sir. I might have to check that out before we leave. Have you spoke to any of your, uh, your compatriots on the neighboring islands? Is this story happening everywhere? We've heard um, from the next island over that a similar thing has happened but you know not 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 a lot of ships stop at Creighton Island we're mostly a self-sufficient colony out here just the occasional merchant vessel and you know often island hoppers just stopping by to get a little refreshments well this is fantastic news I'm glad that the White Prince is finally starting to see the new order of things um Safe. We were talking about taxes, right? What, what what rate did the White Prince charge you? Well, it was um, a, a very flat rate. Um, <clears throat> he, 
he pulls up his detailed financial documents. There's a, there's a real answer to this question. Okay. Um, I think it is 20% of everything all the time. Jesus, he's like a fucking mobster. Yeah. Uh, where's our... And he doesn't even do a good job. He doesn't even prevent us from killing them. I know, we literally walk in this place <laughs> and kill whoever we want. Yeah, 20% uh, of everyone's yearly income? That seems a bit high to me. Well, under Man our uh, new regime here, we won't be charging anything like that. I think we can sell for 10%. I think that seems more fair. However, I would suggest... That if there are any uh, young folk on the island, perhaps yearning for adventure, uh, I could put them to use. I'm not going to forcibly take anybody, but I suggest that over the next day or so, you have a little look around, you have a word with some people, see if there's anyone out there who wants to, you know, see more of the Dardens, and uh, you send them my way. Now, will you be taking 10% of this month or 10% of this year's income? What month are we on? March. It's 10% of the month, I think is fine. When was the last time you paid the White Prince? White Prince has us collect taxes monthly, and then a ship comes by uh, quarterly to pick them up. Well, I'll take half of whatever's already collected then. Right. You can distribute the you can distribute the rest. Or may I suggest perhaps you put the uh the half left over, reinvest it in the town. Perhaps find a new blacksmith. Is there a problem with the blacksmith? Did something happen? I heard the words <laughs> magic missile. It's quite likely that something happened to the blacksmith. I don't know exactly, but I know Nilram and... Did you guys go on... You guys went on a walk, right? Yeah, yeah. I think we're going okay. to his office. Yeah. Something probably... I, I don't want to sugarcoat it. Something probably helped. But I don't know what he did. He probably... That's very unfortunate. The blacksmith recently died in this town and his son has taken over and... Well, at least he wasn't experienced, you know? Well, there, there's no one else. I know, that's what I'm saying. Maybe you can use some of this money to find one. <laughs> you get to the offices, he brings you back in. You know, some people stand to attention or at least stand out of fear and concern as the mayor takes you into this inner room... Uh, and there, a chest has been pulled out and set in front of his desk. It's been flipped open, and it's got, you know, a bunch of copper in it. Lots and lots of copper all over the place. Uh, and he waves magnificently. And there's, you know, some silver over here and a couple of gold pieces, but it, yeah, everyone pays their taxes in copper around these parts. Uh, this is the, the what's been collected for the White Prince. You are welcome to all of it. Uh, but if you'd like, we can, you know, divide it in half. Yeah, divide it in half. I'll I'll, I, I'm not interested in copper, so just give me half of the silver and half of the gold. He'll just hand you all the silver and gold. The copper is so numerous here that that's probably half the value right there. <clears throat> okay, great. I'll take it. How much was it? Um, a town like and this gold. will bring in... Um, so that's a city. Sorry, sorry, that's what we want. Uh, it's about 30,000 copper, so about half of that would be 15,000. So it's about 1,000 silver and 50 gold. All right. Something. 1,000 silver. Is that a year gold. or is that a month? 
That's a month. Quarter. Oh, oh okay. that's a month. And we're getting the quarter, so... Oh, right, so you'd be getting... Three that? Three times... Is this the right amount? 50... 500 people. Villager makes about that much a year. 500 people... Times yearly income, times tax rate. Yeah. Okay, okay, so, so it has to be, it's gotta goals. be in, yeah, there's gotta be more silver in here. Yeah. Okay. So it is, okay. the monthly, there's 30,000 in taxes collected monthly, so there's gotta be a lot more silver and gold um, in here. And you can take, uh, you wanna take half of that and times three, so you can take 45,000 copper, yep. and it's gonna be mostly in silver, so 4,000 silver and 50 gold, I think. Oh, okay. Or maybe 3,000 silver and 150 gold. Yeah, makes okay. more That's sense. That's right, Yeah, yeah. Perfect. 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 <sighs> Excellent. All right. Good. Well, uh, Mr. Mayor, what, what did you say your name was? <clears throat> my, my name is Roy. Nice to meet you, Roy. Don't suppose there's any clerics in town, is there? There's no one left over here worshipping a star. We have some or... priests and priestesses. Are they worshippers of a star? Of course. And, and a few other deities. We have a, a, a very fine priestess of Terran here. Captain, could we have had a conversation on the boat about um, collecting taxes real quick? Well, I don't know. I think this is the first we've heard about it, right? So no, no, actually, no. I think... I'm sure like we, we've talked about like we were going to collect taxes before from people, right? We did that in that one island where we killed the, the monk cleric guy. It's fine. Um, we can t we'll talk about this afterwards then. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think it'd be a good idea to start, not now, but in the future start um like making it a multi-level marketing scheme where if they get other islands on board with giving yeah. us taxes they'll get a percentage of those islands taxes. yeah no that's so a good this idea. guy gets five islands he gets you know like five percent of each of those islands and he I mean, that's a good idea that. but we need to pick the stronger islands to do that to do we that need the ones yeah. that have got more men that can enforce it okay. but i do think Just that's a good idea yeah. um well roy um i appreciate that thank you um these priests, we're going to have to have a word with them. My friend that you spoke to in the bar there, what did you call him? The uh, the dark heretic. Yes, sir. Not a big fan of the old stare. No, sir. That's what we've heard. Exactly that. And, uh, you know, listen, people make mistakes. People can redeem themselves. I'm sure these priests of yours would be happy to uh, reconsider their life choices. But I'm afraid that Sale is not going to let that without having a word with these folk before we leave. Now, I don't want to see bloodshed in my islands. I can tell you that because for every one we lose, that's less taxes in my pockets. So that's not what I want. But uh, we are going to have to have a word with them. And it's probably uh, best that they come to us willingly. Is there any possibility that we could put them on a boat bound for the, the inner ring um, and just deport them rather than kill them? We don't have to kill them. If they're willing to reconsider their choices, I, they can... I, I mean, a person devoted to a god is not likely to change their opinion at the point of a sword, right? That's... The priests are divine, defined by their devotion to their deities. I understand that, but you've not seen what I've seen. There's things below the waves that'll shake her man to his very core, change the things that they believe their whole life. Trust me. They have family in might. town. If, if they if they're killed, he slumps. 
As you wish, I, I'll, I will I send. Think. I'll send Betty here to show your man to the where the priests live. <clears throat> no, listen, Roy. I appreciate what you're trying to say here. I, I, you know, a good leader should look out for their for their people. And that's all you're trying to do there. Thing is, for every person I send back to the White Prince, that's just going to bolster his ranks. Here's what I'll do. Since this is ground zero for our new politics here, I'm willing to let these folk off the hook if they won't see things our way. You can send them on a ship to the inner, inner rink. But I want you to spread the word amongst the outer rim that followers of Astaire are not welcome here. They can leave now of their own volition. But if me or the heretic or the Crimson Fist, or Nilram the Magnificent, find them on any of our islands going forward from this day, there will be no mercy. Very uh, merciful and judicial of you, and wise. Thank you. Well, Roy, I'm going to take my silver here, and I'm going to head back to the bar, but I appreciate our, our conversation, and I'll offer him a hand. He shakes your hand, trying not to grimace at the coldness of it. You take your six pounds of silver... No, 60 pounds of silver and three pounds of gold in your bag. Uh, heavy, heavy with gold now, with silver now as you like heft it onto your <laughs> back and <laughs> your way back to the tavern. Yeah. Um, all right. I throw my bike down on the ground and sit back down on the table with Archie. The party is all fully gathered here, I believe. Right, Nilrum, you're here as well? Yeah, Nilrum's at the bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Archie, Sale, what have you been doing while John's been gone? We've been drinking, baby. Right. That moonshine Isn't bottle that right? is uh, starting to go down. Starting to go down. Starting to go down. Is, uh, are, are, we, are, we, are we getting drunk at all? Is that a thing? Well, let's take a look over here. Where is your... You guys can still get drunk, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The, yeah the, so. the moonshine doesn't taste as bad going down. It's not such, like... I'm drinking paint thinner and my throat is being removed from from yeah. the from itself. It's a little bit smoother, it's a little bit more gentle, it's a little bit easier to drink. Um, but you still get that like warm flushness in your face, you know, you start to sweat just a little bit. Um, you feel a little a little more numb. You always do feel a little numb these days. You're always like a little insensitive to pain, but now with the moonshine in you, like you stub your toe, and the only reason you realize you stub your toe is that your like momentum stopped, and then you look down and you see your toes like awkwardly at an angle and super bruised and the nails bent back slightly, but you didn't even really feel it. And then you make your way back yeah. across the room to go to the outhouse, which I think is where you're on your way when you stubbed your toe and Um, um. Norm will go around. Uh, Norm's got a big plan. He needs uh, another apprentice so he can make his apprentices vie for his attention. And, uh, <laughs> you know, he needs them to be focusing on hating each other rather than eventually learning to hate him. Got so it. he's going to ask, uh, are there any kids? Who's the smartest kid in town? First off. Who, and, to who do you ask this question? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Is there like a teacher in the bar? That's how he'll start. Is like you know any teachers in the bar? <laughs> Just ask to the bar he'll, if there are any have, teachers. He'll have, yeah, he'll have a mug in hand. Any teachers in the bar? Oh my god, I can't believe your luck. Uh, someone <laughs> stands up. 
<laughs> it's another old man. There's a lot of old men in this town. It's mostly oh. old men, seemingly. Uh, he gets up. He also has a bow tie, but his clothes fit a little bit more tightly, and his hair is a little bit smarter, and he's got a, a pair of um, uh, gloves on his hands, and he <laughs> taps them together. I am a teacher. Are you in need of education? Okay. Norm reaches into a po- his pocket. He grabs a bag, a random bag, a 1D3 bag, and he tosses it to the teacher. Um... It's a bag of 50 copper. That's just what he rolled, sorry. Sure. The, the teacher fault. tries to make a grab for it, rolls a one, completely misses it. It hits the ground and spills <laughs> open all over the place. I do not you. teach athletics. I see. Tell. Who is your smartest student? I am. Uh, no one would give him a quiz. How smart is he? He'll bring him over. Him and the teacher will nonstop go. 15 intelligence. That's kind of smart. Yeah, that's pretty Who's smart. your smartest young student? Who's one that you've tutored that you think is too smart for these lands? Too smart to be a, a villager. He looks around. He notices a few faces in the town, probably, you know, parents of his students. And uh, he leans in close so that they can't hear this, this question. I hate to tell you, sir, but the young kids these days. Shakes his head. They're all playing imaginary games, chasing monsters in the woods that don't exist. Fencing with swords, pretending to be pirates. Not a brain cell amongst them. Just dumb as bricks. <laughs> I fear for the future. I know. Well, don't you worry. There are some of us, my good sir, uh, who <clears throat> still appreciate one with superior intellect. And, um, I don't know, normal do some complicated math shit in front of this guy and blow his fucking brains. Yeah, he'll follow along for a little there bit you until Natural you start 20. getting to the linear algebra, and then gone. he's just is gone, right? Uh, and he'll make some small talk with you and go, ah, you, you must be from Arcadia or Solemn. Which one is it, sir? I'm actually from one of the inner islands. Uh, I'm from... No man grows up in the inner islands knowing and learns this without being in the employ of the White Prince. You're not from around uh, here. My uncle was a pirate and he, very early on in my life, snagged me away and took me to Arcadia where I learned uh, the magics. Your uncle was a pirate and you grew up in Arcadia. What was his name? Fuck, uh, do you remember his name, Koibo? Well, uh, I don't remember his name, I don't think. We'll just call him Uncle... His nickname would... Uncle something or other, right? Uncle John. <laughs> That's an unfortunate title. Um, the only John that I know is the Crimson Fist Pirate. Yeah, is that I'm your uncle? Find that man. No, but I will find my uncle one day, and I will kill him, for he stole something from me. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a pleasure to meet someone from Arcadia. I wish I myself could travel that far, get out of these you know, small towns, see the world, see the cities, the sprawling metropolises, the connected roads, the, the independent thought that occurs. 
Is it That's like nice that? and all. But you're no longer of use to me. Be gone. Magic missile. <laughs> the man, you know, takes his bag of copper and looks at the only other educated person he's met in 50 years and his jaw. What do you mean? I thought we were becoming fast friends. So you're too stupid to even be my apprentice. Be to even be my apprentice's apprentice. What do you think we're becoming fast friends? Be gone from my sight. Outraged, he storms off. Himself when he gets home. <laughs> I know, yeah. <laughs> That's a bit harsh. All right. Well, There's the blacksmith, and now this. Oh, yeah, no one will yell out. The only reason students aren't interested is because you're a shit teacher. Does. He throws the bag of coins down on the floor. He turns at that door, just about to leave, and he storms oh, no. back up towards you. You, sir, are out of line. Those are fighting words, and he takes off one of his gloves, and he attempts to slap you in the face with it. Oh, he God. Do this, man. He does not want to do this. It's a nine. It's a, a miss, miss if you don't just stand there like a fool. <clears throat> I don't know if you could just let him hit you with it, though. I don't know if you're trying to dodge his glove slap or no, not. No, no one will dodge it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Easily dodge. No one will, uh, stand up. He'll I make eye contact his... with Nilrim and I give <laughs> him a nod. You're his, uh... in the office. Oh, this is while I'm in the office. Okay. Yes, yes. Nilrim will slowly, just not paying a care in the world of this guy. If this guy wants to hit him again, he could try. Nilrim will reach into his uh, pockets, pull out a wand of fear, and will just. You! I am not some child to be made. And then the spell hits and he gets a save. As does everyone else in the bar. As does everyone standing behind him. <laughs> I assume him. it's in, yeah, he's near, the, he's near me. So yeah, it's a cone. <laughs> so moments later, the bar is an uproar of people running and screaming and fleeing out the front door. And the people who are each on other? the other side of the door, just walking by, get hit by it too. And there's just, you know, a, an, a mass exodus. Are people getting trampled in the bar? That's a great question. That's, you know, everyone's got to fit through that they narrow doorway. Door. Yeah. Yeah. Let's uh, do some strength checks here. Let's 1d20 plus 3d6. Uh, 9. Wow, these are terrible strength rolls. No, there's no trampling. No one is strong enough to shove anyone else out of the way. That's it's just it. sort of like a, uh, you know, a claw Damn, in the door. Are, they are malnourished yeah. in this town. Jesus. It's a six, nine, eight, six. Yeah, it's a woo. But Archie and Sale, you're having your drinks. Archie and Sale are getting kind of drunk together, I think. And then all of a sudden, everyone starts running and screaming and fleeing for the door. Archie just like he sees Nilrim, and he just like raises his eyebrow and continues to drink. Oh my God, nod. He gives he gives he gives Sale a look like you know, it is what it is, man. At least Norm's not killing them. Yeah, well, true. This is a step forward. Outside, will initially jumped to his feet, thinking, "Oh fuck, it's all kicking off," and then he'll realize that everyone's screaming, running from Nilrum with a like outstretched wand, and I'm like, "Oh, of course." Does this wand have charges? It does. Yes. Oh, that's cringe. Well, once you usually anymore. start with like a hundred charges, and then you never really know how many you have. Yeah. But you probably got a shit ton. I have a, a little tally somewhere in here. Wait, they don't recharge? You can um, recharge, recharge them, but it's yeah. high it's level a process. stuff. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. One of the, the quintessential rules of second edition is that 
magic is rare and difficult and anything that can cast magic ha is limited in nature. If there's something that can cast things and automatically recharges, it's usually like super powerful. Fair. Uh, yeah. Fear is a strong combat spell, so if you could just Fear's use a it very good on one, a yeah. whim. Mm -hmm. Yeah. John, you're coming out. You've got that bag of coins that's chinking on your back as you walk through the town. And that's when you, you see the mass hysteria and fleeing of the tavern as everyone runs out of it in a screaming mess. The guy ran, right? He failed to save? Yeah, oh yeah, he failed to save. Oh, thank God. I think I just stop and watch as all the people run out of the bar. Yeah, they push past each other, running as fast as they can, and you know, soon the bar is quiet and vacant, and everyone else in the town is watching this, you know, that's in the, this area of the town, is watching this happen and watching everyone flee and run, and there's confusion, and there's whispering, and you can see that the town has already heard Crimson Fists are here. And now everyone's fleeing from the bars, and soon the panic begins to spread. Crimson Fists are in town, and everyone's running and screaming in terror. Time to go to your homes and lock the doors. Hide your wife, hide your kids, hide your sons. The Crimson Fists are here. And I think with that, we go to our first break, and we'll see you on the other side. Bye-bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Tides of Death. The town is in disarray. People are fleeing. But no one's dead. But no one's dead yet. Right. No pretty one's pretty dead yet. Captain John comes yet. back into the bar. That's quiet now. This Should I ask? Sick. Someone gave me lip, and instead of killing them, Captain, <clears throat> I fear one them. I think that that's explains pretty big the... of me. That's pretty you know big how, of me. You know how it goes, Captain. He's uh, yeah, he's he's making progress. I thought that yes. guy was dead for sure. He slapped him. He tried to slap me. And I I holy shit. Him. Wow, really? Yeah. yeah. He took his glove possible. off and everything. And you yeah. know the blacksmith? I didn't kill him either. I patched him up. He's, he's, he's not. He's, he's not, not dead? dead? He's not dead. Oh. Roy is going to be so happy about that. Because <clears throat> you're on know, first name's basis with, this, with the mayor now? Is that it? I am. Why don't, why don't you bring him into, his, into your crew, uh, Captain? <laughs> don't get jealous. Don't get jealous, Roy doesn't have a cool nickname, does he? You've got a cool nickname. That's because you hang out with me, okay? Roy won't get a cool nickname. Maybe he'd be Roy, mayor of the Big Island or something. I don't know. And I'll look back or, into my drink. Are you captain? Or are you captain? Or is Captain Butt captain? I point to the monkey. He's not the captain. He's a monkey. Yeah, but his name's Captain Butt. <laughs> that might be true. That's just a nickname. He's not the captain. I'm the <laughs> He's captain. Not the that monkey needs to watch his step. We used to be friends. And I don't know well, what his died. deal is. It's not his fault you died. <laughs> the rumors of my death have greatly exaggerated Norm. Captain, I'm pretty sure I could take your head off and you'd still be just talking to me. I've thought about that, you know? Like, sometimes when you piss me off, cutting your head off and putting you on, like, the pike and just, like, leaving <laughs> you up there. Yeah. Your body I've thought about, I've thought about <laughs> cutting your head off too, Norm, many times. Ooh, if we ever need a permanent right lookout, just stick him up there. Need a lookout, we can just put you up there, Captain. Hey, listen. I'm the king of the outer rim now. You guys need not. to show some respect. <laughs> you are the yeah. captain, that is for sure. I'm more than a captain now, Nora. I'm a fucking king. You get king. respect when we're on the on the seas, Captain. <laughs> These feet feel only shoreline. <laughs> Whatever. Where's my moonshine? I look at the ball. I normal pick it up and he'll toss you the bottle. Dex yeah. check. 
catch it. I, I catch it, wait. Oh, you catch it. Easy. Boom. Oh, I catch easy. it. Easy. Yeah, I take a swig. You take a swig. You barely feel the warmth of the fluid <laughs> as it trickles down your neck. You get maybe the most mild of buzz when you, you know, neck half the a quarter of the bottle. But as you're yeah. drinking and you're looking up, you notice there's something wrong with the ceiling. There's like light coming from the ceiling. Keep drinking it as I observe the ceiling. The thatch up there is sort of like moving a little bit. It's like something's on the ceiling, on the roof, where perhaps. Is, where is Captain Butts? Uh, Captain Butts is on the shoulder. On Nilram's shoulder. Yeah. Yep. Uh, do I, I have a weapon, well, guys? No? I, I mean, Captain drinking. You know, you wouldn't Captain's notice unless you were staring yeah. straight at it. Yeah. I hand the bottle back to Archie and say, uh, I need to have a word with you, Sale, but I'll be back in a minute. And I will walk back out and climb the side of the building. Yeah, you step outside. The town square is mostly emptied at this point. There are a few people still standing around looking at the bar, and as you come out, they you know take some cover and peer around corners, getting ready to bolt. Um... You get to an area on the side of the bar, and you see that someone has already recently moved some barrels around to make it easy to get on top of the roof. Oh, that's convenient, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I follow the interloper on the roof of my bar. You get to the roof of your bar, and there's a young someone up there. A young girl, by the looks of it. And she's got a, a torch in one hand, and she's moved a bunch of the thatch of the roof into like an area where it's sticking up a little bit easier, and she is setting torch to thatch on roof, and it is well, beginning well, well. to light. And um, you know she's giving. <clears> a... <throat> I say it. that. Well, well, well. What do we have here? She pauses and looks at you over her shoulder, standing up fully, uh, a torch in hand, as the fire slowly takes place on the damp thatch. Best put that out. She takes a step back on the roof, keeping the fire between you and her. You, you're the pirates. You're murderers. White Prince is a murderer too, so what of it? Every man who leads is a murderer. I saw you I kill him. A knife. I saw you kill him. Kill who? The Timmy, little Timmy, the blacksmith. They're all little Timmy. Blacksmith's not even dead. He's fine. I saw him! Don't lie to me! The fire is slowly building. She does not put it out. Um, I throw a dagger on her. She's just a little kid. It's gotta be like, I don't know, 16? Oh, but she's not that little. She's not that little, though. That's a grown woman in these times. She's ready for the death penalty. All right, give it to her. Throw that dagger. Um, I'll give her a chance. I'm not going to use my sandstone dagger. I just throw her. Ah. Fucking giga miss. I miss on purpose. Whoosh. Okay. <laughs> and I give a wry smile. Next time I won't miss. Uh, she will just drop the torch on the roof and head for the other side and try and th- you know, lower herself down off. We can roll initiative if you want to chase her, but if you chase her, the roof is definitely going to catch fire. 
I fucking put the reef out. Fuck this. <clears throat> it escapes into the town. You can get over there, and you know, it's, it's sort of a dampish thatch. It rained fairly recently. You can sort of stamp it out and blow it out, and you know, like squish it together with your your hands that don't really feel pain very much. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I can just probably. Yeah, you take some burns easily. to your hands, but you'll be okay. I I look through the hole in the ceiling. Yeah, there you now looking down. You see the party look up at you as little bits of ash and and thatch fall down into the the bar below. You can see on the other side of the physical bar itself is the bartender, um, who is crouched low and hiding from sight. The last person probably remaining in the tavern aside from the party. You're welcome, barkeep. I say as I uh, I'll walk off the roof and jump down. Mm -hmm. Head back in. Some little shit trying to burn the bar down. Uh, the bar down says that uh, they saw us kill a blacksmith. You get seen, Nora. That's sloppy. Oh, get up there. Ah, whatever. Um, I grab the moonshine and take another drink. All right, you guys. I've got jobs for you both. Uh, sail. There's uh some priests in town. Some of them worship some of the gods that I don't really understand or know about, but there's a few stair worshippers. Now, I know you have a proclivity to deal with these types in a rather ruthless way. Your own brother's no exception. But I think in the interest of peace in our new kingdom here, that we can put out a moratorium. Followers of the White Prince... Followers of a stir are not welcome on the outer room. They can turn tail and run to the inner ring to seek shelter amongst the pathetic uh, old order, or they can see the error of their ways, embrace the new, and uh, come into the fold. If they don't, then it's the uh, the hangman's noose for them. But I'd say these ones here, they don't know about the moratorium yet. I suggest we show mercy. To these ones. Maybe you go and have a word with them. You explain the seriousness of the position and you encourage them to perhaps go through the, the ritual. Uh, if they don't want to, then they can leave, but they have to leave by sundown. Else, you know, they'll be caught under the new laws. What do you say? Fail <clears throat> will take in a breath and then kind of furrow with brow. And say, I'm going to be honest with you, Captain. I don't really see how that hurts the White Prince. If anything, we should be putting out the message that every follower of us there that is captured will pay a bounty on. I don't understand why we're sending them back to their stronghold to raise arms against us, to fight against us down the line, to raise hosts and come out and retake the Outer Islands. This... I killed some orphans for this exact reason, Captain. So they wouldn't go and join the White Prince. Why should we let these people go? You what? Captain, somehow oh, even in your... About this already. <laughs> somehow in your own death, your heart has grown softer. It's not but that my heart's kind of... soft, but my brain is larger. <laughs> and I'm trying to... <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to pick the best course for us here, but I... I appreciate your counsel, heretic of mine, and I 
think your words are wise. Why don't we just get the best of both worlds then? We let them go out into the sea. We wait a day. We, we follow them for a day and then, you know, treacherous things happen on the open ocean. Well, ships go down, ships sink. That's they will true. literally never hear from them again. It's not like I think we need decisions. to. I think we need to stake a position out here. Maybe sails right. Maybe we should. Uh, well, I do remember. Wait, deal with like these. Sit back in his chair. I do remember being told a story. Um. About a message being sent, and what they did was they cut out. They burnt out the eyes and tongue of every member of a party of envoys, except for one who led them home. So why don't we gather every cleric of Astaire, every follower of Astaire, and we maim them and send them to the inner islands with one who still has his tongue and eyes to speak for the party. This is what they deserve, Captain. You've seen what they've done to these islands. You've seen the oppression, the taxes, the immortal king sitting on his false throne. Okay. Causing untold misery, ripping children from their families. Neither do I need to go on. No, no, I'm sure one of them can write. Why don't we just take their eyes and tongue from every single one, and then one of them can write what happened. They shouldn't get their tongues to spread the lies that Astaire wants them to anymore. I agree with the uh, sale. You prefer to do this than just see them hung? Yeah. Well. We keep our promise, it sounds like, that you made to the mayor. <laughs> yeah, they can go free. <laughs> I'll start laughing. Okay. That's fine. Let's do that. Um, we'll gather them in the morning. Is there an orphanage we'll in them... this town? We'll give them a chance to convert first, though, right, sale. Let's put them through the ritual. Anyone who isn't a cleric can convert. I, yeah, I don't think there's any clerics here. I agree with that. We won't be sparing any spellcasters. Okay. At a certain well, point, once you've made the commitment, there's no breaking that bond. I agree. Well, okay, fine. We can do that in the morning. Uh, Archie, a job for you. The uh, the right. mayor was saying that when the White Prince's men came here, they went to their offices and they took all the valuables and then locked the places up and left them. Suggests that we break down those doors and see what's in there, if there's anything of use. Probably they took everything useful, but you never know. Maybe there's something left behind there. It'd be stupid of us not to check. I can go check. Good. Finish your drink first, but uh, you can do it tomorrow. But, uh, you know, let's get it done before we leave. No one will sure. stamp his glass and yell towards the barkeep. Barkeep! Oh, you're muted. Right. So the barkeep peers out from behind the table. Is there an orphanage in this town? He shakes his head. D -d no, sir. Good. It's just a small town. Just just 500 people. Oh, Barky, please. Get up from behind you, Bar. There's no need to be scared here. Yeah, yes, sir. He stands up. Yeah, you're making me want to kill you by doing that. He's not going to kill you. You're, you're, you work for us now. You're our barkeeper. Why would we kill you then? Who'd serve us drinks? Of course, sir. Would you like another, sir? Do yes, you we this would. Bar? Yes, sir. Yes, no. Good. Well, steadily pours drinks and brings them out to each of you. Takes I, one for himself. I, I pay him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good, Captain. How did? How did? Are there deeds in this land? 
None that we recognize. They'd be issued by the White Prince, wouldn't they? So. Okay. All right, great. I think we well, should recognize some of the old contracts, I think. I don't want to start making a bureaucracy here that has to redraw up every single title and deed that's ever existed. Oh, I agree with that. Marky, pan me your deed, says. The deed to my land? Uh, there is none. My family's no owned deed this. To this. Well, I've owned this, this tavern. It's been in my family for 10 generations. And there's no paperwork? Why would there be paperwork? Well, what if I just say I own the tavern? Well, everyone knows I own it. Yeah, but what if I kill you? Who owns it then? Nailroom. Please, leave that. Uh, I suppose you do, sir. I mean, if you, you... said who? I suppose you do if you kill me. I, I have no heirs. You make it tempting. I'll leave you for now. You don't want to serve drinks to people and say yes or no, sir? Do you? Exactly no, right. sir. Say, Barkeep, do you have any paper in this place? Um... He scrambles around and pulls out a, a peach of like pressed parchment. You know, it's animal hide turned into something that's writing uh, that you could write on. And there's some notes. It's mostly just like little scratches on it. And he'll bring you a, a quill and some ink. Uh, I'm going to write him up a deed. You know, I ask for his name. I write that this is the uh, the main drinking establishment on this island. Belongs to Mr. whatever his name is. Um, Sephrin. And then I say, uh, Saffron, give me your hand. And I, uh, hand. I, Wait, take I think a I have, I think I have ink. Yeah, I have ink. Would you like to do like a fingerprint on it, Captain? And that's no. like your seal? No? You're good? I hand him the moonshine. Might want to take a drink. Takes a quick drink. I, uh, I'm going to cut his palm with the dagger. Mm. And then I'm going to, I'm going to push my fist into his now bleeding palm. Make mm. sure that I've got enough blood on my fist. And I'm going to use like you know, my fist as like a stamp. Oh. Stamp, the, uh, stamp the paper. Nice. The blood. Excellent. And then I'll uh, hand it back to him. Now you got a deed. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Is there anything else I can get you? He says, you know, squeezing his uh, wounded hand. <clears throat> You're right. Maybe you should bandage that up. You get him blood on the bar. Of course. Right. And he I leaves through the up. front door. How old is he? Is he young? No, no this is an old man. Old man. He's got no heirs? Who's going to own the bar? I mean, that's a whole different side quest and story. It's been his family for 10 generations. He doesn't have an heir. It's like the end of an era here. It's a big deal. It weighs heavily on his soul. He had yeah. a wife once upon a time, but like, it didn't work out. He needs out. someone to make the decision for him. No. We, need to find a new, we need to find him a new wife so he can make enough. Well, he's too old. He's an old man. He's not too old. How old is he? He's like in his 70s, but men can oh, still produce children in their 70s. <laughs> There's no man menopause, you know? True. Anyway, so who cares about the bartender? It's, it's, it's not an important quest. What we don't, don't want to do the, the two-hour side quest where we match make someone for this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Only to kill them five minutes later when they're rude. Yeah. yeah. Hey, no one has died. Right. Well, no, yeah. no one comes to your tournament. Ah, that's sad, isn't it? You spend the day on Creighton oh, Island. Actually, extremely disappointed. He's yeah. Really sad. 
Yeah, no one comes to the tournament. You're all really drunk, but no one else comes back to the bar. The The owner does eventually once he gets hand bandaged from someone else in town. Um, but otherwise, it stays real quiet the rest of the day and into the night. Your ship is just out there bobbing next to the harbor and not a sight, not a sound, not a soul about. Did you tell us about the girl who was burning the roof? Oh, sure. Uh, yeah, I will have done. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did. I said that. Attack our boat. I didn't think of that. Norm will go check on the boat. I think it's fairly simple. We just put in a message that if anything happens to the boat, the town gets obliterated. I think there'll be a few people watching the boat all night. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. On the way to the boat, are there any homeless kids or no? No, you don't see any people. Nobody around. That's how I like it. Mm -hmm. Well, your day passes and your night passes. And then in the morning, no, well, in the morning, Archie and Sal need to do their jobs. Oh, yeah. Right. Archie will go. What's your job, Archie? Uh, it's to fucking check the office for some shit. Oh, right. You're going to go loot the, the buildings that were left behind. Correct. Yeah. Uh, they're locked. You really make it hard for me. <laughs> Luckily, Archie's got a skeleton key. Two of them, in fact. Oh, true. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll try the key. I think the keys are your fists. The keys are your hand. Yeah. <laughs> the hammer is no, your No, I understand. <laughs> okay. Um, um, he's deep in the roleplay right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, Archie, give me a, an open doors check. Uh, ooh, wait, hold on. I don't think you have the strength for it, because these are, like, nice locked, you know ready to be uh, stored away. No one come back for a while. Oh, no, you've got 18 strength? Keep in mind about his bonus from the dragon. When did you get 18 strength? When he became a died, Neil. Seems like a terrible idea. That just... It was. It seems like it's... Um, ooh. Yeah, you can slam your shoulder against these doors, but they seem to have been you know, pretty well locked here. They've got like a nice solid metal thing, um, uh, uh, locking mechanism. Not one of these like shitty little flimsy wooden ones that just slides in place. It's got a good hard metal beam holding it shut. You'd have to like take it off the hinges or hack it down with an ax or like, you know, break in through the roof or something and fuck up the building and make it like, you know, um, no longer watertight. You'd have to do some permanent damage to the building to get in. Are you going to do that? How much? How interested are you in this abandoned, locked-up building? Well, John made it sound like it's not that important. Um, mm. I don't want to cause a whole ruckus, but in the end, I had a job, and I'm gonna complete that job. So let's try to maybe take the doors off the hinges. Can we try that? Yeah. You can go around and find yourself a pry bar or something, and try and work at the hinges a little bit, and. Give it a uh, give it a good lift. Why don't you make me? Mm, we're gonna average your strength and intelligence here. Uh, so seven and eighteen is twenty five divided by two is twelve. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So go ahead, get me a d twenty plus thirteen. We're gonna round up because you are very strong. 
Easy peasy. Yeah, you figure out a way to, you know, get a little bit of prying going up and then you can just pop out the pins, no problem. And you get the door off the hinges to, you know, the onlooker and crowd of a few people, maybe 50 feet away from you, trying not to get too close. Pop off the hinges, head on into the barracks, and the place is empty. There's, you know, pillows and blankets, uh, a few of them lying around, and some beds that are still made. And there's some crap, like there's a bucket, there's a shovel, there's some stools. But you look through stuff, and there's no money here, there's no documentation. It looks like the people that left took anything that would have been important or valuable when they left. It's taking you maybe 45 minutes, an hour, to get into this building. And it's just cobwebs and, like, crap. A small pile of firewood near the hearth. You know, a rusted pot to cook in. A couple of pots to piss in. It's just... It's crap. Alright, aren't you all shrug and um, give up on this place, I guess. Yeah, there's uh, a couple other buildings. How thorough are you being here, Archie? Are you going to spend uh, all day checking all of these worthless piece of shit buildings? Uh, yeah, fuck it. Sure, why not? Archie's got a job. He's gonna fucking do it. Alright. That's all why right. I'm the first bank buddy. Nilrim spends all day read-magicking his new book, just for the future. Right. That's a good idea. Um, you'll check all the buildings. Give me one perception check, Archie. Just one regular old everyday perception check. Yeah. That's all shit, dude. They no. took everything that was of value on their way out. And that's it. Your whole right. day wasted breaking into shitty, empty buildings. Hey, I didn't waste it. I used it. Okay. It's <laughs> very good of you. And Sale, you wake up the next day a little hungover, but not too bad. You've got some priests to deal with. Sun's out. It's warm. There's not a cloud. I mean, there you know, there's the always the churning storm overhead, but it's sort of like broken up. It's you know, nice lights coming on through. A little bit of a breeze from the far side of town where people aren't worried about you right now. You can hear like the laughing of youth playing in the fields. I'll take it all in. I'll take a nice drink in of this pleasant little place. Um, taking a little bit of satisfaction that I'm going to bring a little bit of misery to some of the people here. Mm. Um, I'll make my way. I'll st stroll out into town and I'll invite any of the crew that want to come with me to come. Um, uh, but if they don't, I will make my way to where the people are and I'll start spreading the word that um, followers and clerics of Astaire uh, are to report to the nearest temple of their deity. And I'll have like a list and I'll give out a list of like, okay, these are the ones that, you know, there's, there's going to be uh, an accounting done. We're taking a, a census of the religious followers of Esther. Now, when you say long, if you wait like an hour, um, he just needs to do all his read magic then income. If you yeah. are talking about religious followers, to what level are we talking? Are we talking like devotees or are we just talking about someone who occasionally makes a prayer to Esther? How... I would say if you're devoted. So, like, you know, if, you, if you've if you got, like, a little Astaire symbol on your mantelpiece, but you've also got, like, I don't know, uh, what are the other ones? Don, Donna or whatever. Yeah, yeah, there's, like, some Martha shit going around, too. Martha, like, yeah. Yeah. If you're kind okay. of, like, vaguely religious, it's just, like, if you're going every Sunday to the Church of Astaire and you're praying to order and you're, got you it. know... Got it. Yeah, if you are... If you've committed yourself to Astaire, if you've accepted him into your heart... Oh, and any of the rough-looking guys around town, 
if I spot any of them, I'll tell them. Oh, <clears throat> by the way, in the census, by the way, if there's anybody who you happen to know is a follower of Astaire and doesn't show up, if you let me know about it or bring them forcibly, there'll be a bit of coin in it for you. And I'll kind of flick a gold coin in the air. Well, right away, you get told the houses that the Astaire worshippers go to. You know, the ones that are truly devoted, the ones that show up for prayer every week. As you go about asking, you know, the, for the census, people are immediately like, yeah, right there, that house, that's the one. That's where the old lady over there, every every Sunday, shows up to the main square where the priests would lead the soldiers and everyone else in prayers. That's the woman. That's the one you're looking for. Me? No, 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 no. Just a generalist uh, believer over here. You know, I got the, the Nerul symbol for my house. I got the, the Martha symbols by the bed. I got the Astaire symbols on the stick that I used to whip the kids when they were misbehaving. You know, all the gods all the time. That's fair enough. And uh, I'll, I'll sort of take note of all these houses and I'll go around to them and I'll knock on, on them and see if I can mm -hmm. find the people home. Yeah, you get to the house them. that this person pointed you towards. He told you the old woman who lives there is always there every morning, every Sunday morning, and you knock on the door and she shows up, you know, <clears throat> trying to look at you, uh, the, uh, shading her eyes against the rising sun as she squints through the doorway at you. What do you want, whippersnapper? Ah, good lady. A pleasure to meet, make your acquaintance. Um, ah. We're doing a census of the followers of Astaire in this town. Um, could you make your way? To the local place of uh, worship first. Where, where, where do you guys worship? Actually, out of curiosity, could you tell me? Oh, Astaire, bless his heart! He is the greatest of all the gods. I swear. Uh, I was in the town square, but you know, I don't know if the priests are going to to give him to give a, a sermon tomorrow. Rumor has it there's pirates in the town, and I think everyone's a little bit afraid. Oh, I'll I'll say pirates. No, no, no. I heard they're actually lovely fellows. And I think they, they actually, they're big friends of people who like us there. Why don't you come to town? It's about, about half past noon. I think that's when I'm trying to, when we're when people are we're doing the census of all the followers of us there. Why are you, you doing the census? We'll huh? I don't see any, I don't see any uh, triangles and circles on you. Well, if you must know, we're doing the census because we're not the biggest fans of Astaire. And so we're going to ask people not to openly worship what him do you in mean? this town anymore. You don't like having things in a nice orderly fashion? Your shoes are tied, aren't oh. they? You can bless Astaire for that one. Huh? Your hair's combed? Oh, think That's Astaire too. Yes, sir. Some people think that might be cheese, but the order of your hair with the comb? Mm -mm. That's Astaire, the great god of order. I bet you, I bet you arrange your forks at your table from biggest Dylan to smallest, don't you? Shove the lady, attempting to push her down. <laughs> I want to make her hair disorderly. Give me a strength check at plus six. You fail. This is a stout old woman. Nilrum pushes her a little bit. <laughs> Um, I give Sarah a look. Didn't go how I wanted it to. I will grab her. I'll attempt to grab her by the hair. Oh. What do you want, a strength check? Attack roll? Um, yeah, give me an attack roll at plus four. A basic melee attack. 
There you go. Unarmed attack. Oh, oh yeah, there you go. Easy peasy. You grab her roughly by the hair. It's all messed up now. Her little beehive yep. that she was working on this morning. Totally ruined. And I'll drag her out into the town. Um, into the town square. Preferably her screaming. I'll kind of like pull mm -hmm. out her very, you know, really trying to sell the theatrics here. Yeah. And uh, I'll wait until I have a crowd around me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Very quickly, people look and see what's happening, but they keep their distance. You know, they're they're around, but at a you know 50 feet or so. I'll throw her to the ground to make oh, her shut my... up. Ow! 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 Someone call the constable! Call the sheriff! I'll, uh, I'll take out my rapier and point it at her. If you say another word, I'll cut your throat. Ah, a stare got your tongue, eh? You're muted? She's just not saying anything. Oh, okay, okay. Now that I have your attention, and I'll sheathe my rapier. Seems to be people aren't taking us very seriously around here. Let me introduce myself. My name is Sale. I'm going to be the new leader of faith for this community. Now let me tell you... <clears throat> let me tell you about a couple of changes around here. Devotees of a stair are no longer welcome in this town. Now, if you just occasionally pray to a stair because you like your forks in order or because you want your kids to be good, I have no problem with you. But if I find out that you're devoted to a stair and you still live in this town, I will find you and I'll take out my rapier again and I'll say, and it won't be pretty. But if you are a devotee, you have the option to come to me and publicly profess that you are renouncing any devotion to us there, or we'll arrange a boat for you to be taken to an island where devotees of Astaire are welcome. Now spread the word, and I expect to find a lot of people coming to me. And I have a number in mind, and enough if enough people don't come to me and tell me that they're renouncing Astaire, I'll go and find them. The crowd hears these words. The old woman stares at you in fear as the rapier is leveled at her once again. Normal, speak up. <clears throat> um, if you would like to report someone who you know is an Astaire devotee, uh, we'll be paying one silver per person that you write down and report to me. Um, you can just bring a piece of paper to the tavern tonight. Easy silver. Mm -hmm. And that's mostly what happens. Folks are a little intimidated. You know, these are common village folk. They don't deal with threats and violence. They just harvest their turnips and potatoes and go back to their houses and argue about stupid shit all day. Here is a life and death issue in front of their faces, and they are all ill-prepared for it. So that night in the tavern... You get little scraps of paper passed to you by those that can read and write. You get names handed to you by those who can who don't and just speak it to you. And by the end of that evening, you've got a list of 50 people in this town of 500 that are that have been classified as Esther devotees that show up to the temple or not the temple to the town square every Sunday which happens to be tomorrow um, and make their prayers and follow along with the priests and compliment the soldiers on their garb and we're 
generally very pro-white prince and very pro-god of law and order. I think we just wait for tomorrow for the sermon and we do it then, yes? And yeah, so. if there's less than 50 people at that sermon, we start knocking on doors. John and Archie, how does this make you feel? Because we'll start with Archie specifically. You've never been one for the politics of this. You're a, you're a loyal soldier who likes to drink and fight, and you're here for a good time. And you've been dealing with this Rohi person, and you've got definitely mm. a connection there, but I've never really... You've never really expressed religious fanaticism. How do you feel about rounding up all of these Astaire devotees? Um... I think we're okay with it. Like... It seems right now that Archie's mostly thinking about how bringing down the White Prince is, like, the big goal. And kind of, mm -hmm. he's not a religious fanatic, you know, but, like, he's been starting to think that serving Rohi might be some sort of purpose for him, right? Mm -hmm. And um, he's made good experiences with with deities giving him stuff, although he doesn't really know what he got from Telemachy. Mm -hmm. um, so he feels like, you know, if this is what the crew wants to do... It doesn't really go against um, anything that he believes in. I think I think we're okay with it right now. We'll see where it goes, I guess, because there's probably going to come a point when it maybe becomes too much, but I, I don't think we're there right now. Okay. Okay. I think, John, we know how you feel about this. You, you issued this command to be carried out, so that's pretty straightforward. <clears throat> I have faith in my head cleric. Excellent. Well, the next day comes, day three on this island, and sure enough, all the Astaire devotees are out in force, even probably a little bit more showy than they would normally. They're wearing their finest Sunday best. They've cleaned their symbols. They cleaned their brooches. They've, you know, tightened and rightened their tunics and dresses. And they come out together with a couple of priests and priestesses who lead them into the town square and perform their normal Sunday rituals. Um, uh, I'll take. I have four magic missiles now. I didn't take read magic. That's okay. Uh, I will come I out will... for this, but I just watch. Mm -hmm. uh, I will approach the priests and priestesses. Are these specifically Astaire priests and priestesses? Yes. Okay. Uh, I will approach them, and <clears throat> regardless of what they're doing, mid ceremony, don't care. I just walk up to them. I'm like, sorry, you don't have to do that here anymore. It's like, not it. Not this new law of town. The head priestess <clears throat> takes a moment and you know, straightens her, her dress a little bit. Tightens uh, the sleeves. We've heard your edicts and we do not recognize the rule of law presented by the dark heretic or the crimson fists or even that monkey. Very well. You'll recognize the rule of the sword. I'll take out my rapier and attempt to attack her. Go ahead and make me roll to hit. I'll give you a, a plus two. Okay, doesn't matter. Natural 20. The sword goes right through her insides. Um, you can roll me damage if you want, but she only has two HP, so there's no way you're not at least bringing her to unconsciousness. And you'll need another d6 because you crit her. Ah, 
Stop. Six points damage. It's enough to slide in and slide out. One of those nasty stomach wounds that without immediate medical attention is sure to be a long, slow, painful death. She slumps to the ground. The people around her are ready. They've been talking with other stair devotees in the night. And they know that this might be a dangerous time for them. And they stand firm. Another priest looks to the body. That's, you know, the pool of blood is forming nearby. And clears his throat, tries to continue the sermon. Uh, Normal magic missile, then. Go for it. Uh, 44 plus four. Yeah, he explodes in blood and death and flesh all over the place. He had five hit points. He's just peppered to the ground and dead. And they, are their ranks going to hold after this? No, their ranks break. Immediately, the, the crowd, the stare devotees, begin to break and buckle and uh, walk away, back away, hands go up in the air. Uh, normal yell out. Um, this is your chance to renounce a stare or get on the ship and get out of here. Do not leave this town square. Anyone who leaves will be killed. Make your decision now. You have 10 minutes. Those yeah, who wish don't leave. to leave, he'll show them, like, go over here. Those who wish to stay and renounce a stare, come over here. About 10 of the 50 move over to the renouncing side. The other 40, um, well, half of the 40 go to the leaving side and the other half of the 40 just stand their ground and emphatically say that this is their home and they will not leave. You'll have to kill them. Are they in like a line? Then like a group? No, they're, I mean, yeah, they're kind of clustered together talking amongst themselves and then they form not a, a nice shape, but you know, just like a little bit of a mass of 20 folks with one proud person at the forefront. Another old I... man at the forefront. His chest sticks out. I whisper to us. I whisper to uh, Sale. Do you want me to lightning bolt them? I'll say, let me. Let's try. We, we killed the priest. Let's try to handle this with some tact. But right. yes, if hell breaks give me, out, just, just give me a give me a thumbs up if you want me to lightning bolt that group, and he'll like point at them, whispering. Perfect. All right. Uh, I'll take my time. Uh, I'll like hold the hands of and talk to the people who were there to stare and let them know, okay, go in peace. Just please take it on good faith. I will hear about it if you're continuing to worship a stare. And the one rule that we never break in the Crimson Fists is deception and lying. If you lie to me, there will never be forgiveness. You will never hide from me. You will never run from me. But if you go in good faith, then go in good faith. There are plenty of other deities you can worship. I bid you good day and I'll let them leave. And they they head towards the boats. There's not. Have you prepared a boat for them to leave on? Oh wait, are, are these not the people that are renouncing? I'm sorry, sorry. I just the people who are renouncing renounce their faith in front of you, and then they go and have their day. Sorry. And then the people who are willing to leave. Yeah, yeah. Sure, I'll bring the. Um, uh, I'll tell them to go to the docks and wait for us. Uh, I'll have I'll sure. I mean, I'll have John and. Archie, if they would escort them and watch them. Yeah, I sent Archie to do it. I'm going to stay where I am. All right. 
Archie goes to the docks to keep an eye on the people who are going to leave peacefully. And now there's just these 20. Well, 18, because he already dealt with two of them. Uh, I've got to attempt a, a little conversation with them. Say, okay. What does a stare mean to you? Why do you hold your faith so strongly to the White Prince? Law and order, I can understand. I can understand loving a stare. But the White Prince is a different matter entirely. He takes your sons and your daughters, your gifted children, and he whisks them away to his inner islands, never to be seen again, to be forced to work as slaves in his hierarchy, in his bureaucracy. He takes and he takes and takes, and all he gives is a false sense of security. How quickly did his defences on these islands crumble at the mere mention of the Crimson Fists? Was he ever really protecting you? I can understand your devotion to Astaire, but your devotion is blinding you to the fate that is in front of you. Why not worship Martha? Worship someone else? Why not leave? I will never be told what to believe by anyone. You come in here telling me to do your bidding and follow your ways just because you say so? Not on my life. I'd rather be a dead man than enslaved to your foolish ideology. I'll ask him, do you follow the White Prince? With all my heart. And I'll say, there's no difference between me and him, and I'll give Nilrum the thumbs up. Uh, Nilrum will lightning bolt that whole crowd. <laughs> lightning <laughs> rips through the streets. <laughs> the bodies are torn into pieces. And in a oh, moment... The damage, you know? 76 is all the 7? Yeah. 24 damage. Yeah, even on a pass, they all die. Ripped to shreds by the lightning bolt. Just that smell of copper in the air, that sort of weird metallic taste, your hair standing on end. Very quiet. But Creighton Island Good. is definitely yours now. There are no Oops. more soldiers or white prince or stare devotees here. Well, we're gonna go rip out the tongues and the eyes of the other people, right? I'll, I'll take a moment to give a little speech here and say, listen, I offered them mercy and they refused it. So this is what the white prince have done to the people who refuse to follow him. I'm only meeting out what is justice. Uh, we go to the dock. Do you go to the dock? There's 20 people there who've seen Wait, what happened sorry, to those that just stay behind. Just before we move on to the, the scene, because uh, I was just watching this from yeah. maybe the roof of one of the buildings. Was there a crowd for that? Or was it just those people there? Was it like the rest of the town watching? I'd be shocked the rest if there was no crowd. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'd be shocked if there was nobody else watching. Yeah, I mean, everyone has been hearing about all these people coming out, and, and you know, we're going to collect everyone. Everyone's here on some level. Whether if they're on rooftops a little bit away, or if they're in the streets, or if they're, you know, climbed Sweet. a tree to watch, but everyone is here to see what's going down. And there's no collateral damage from the lightning bolts. It was just those... Norm's got 18 intelligence. I assumed he positioned himself to kill these people and not hit any other buildings. Nilrum will yell out, it's Nilrum the Maleficent, not the Magnificent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, um, and then we go to the dock and Archie, would you do us a favor? Always. Would you put them all in a line for us and bring them over one by one? Sayle has to do something to them. <laughs> all right, folks. 
Um, yeah, let's do it. Norval you line them up to the people. You have chosen to leave the island, and that is okay. If you break ranks after what you see, you will be killed. I will kill you with a magic missile. You will be allowed to leave this island alive, but you will be mutilated. Um, and then we pull one forward, probably the old lady first. And I think oh, yeah. Sarah can do what he wants, yeah. I'll take great pleasure in burning out her eyes. And I think this is where what we take our break. We'll come back on the other side with some more tides of death. Unless you wanted to detail that more? No, no, I think less detail is better. True. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Tides of Death. Our party has mopped up Creighton Island. You've taken your taxes. You've dealt with the people here. There's not much more in Creighton Island for you now. Is there? I don't oh. think so. We've checked the White Prince's former buildings. Didn't find anything of use. We've no. uh, chased off the Astaire followers. We've collected our taxes. We cut out all the and... tongues in their eyes? Yep. Yeah. Put them on their way? Good. Yep. And Send them as a warning I... message back to the inner room. I assume you just found someone and gave them some money and told them to take them to the inner no, ring. I thought the point was to leave one with their eyes and tongue. Ah, sure. And then you yes. buy some sh boat off someone and be like, good yeah. luck make it in making it to the inner ring. And yeah. just put him out on the sea. Yeah, easy peasy. So uh, while John was watching this happen, my thoughts go to like, how do we go about collecting our taxes now? Uh, so I think that's what he's thinking about. We really do need to find some more ships. We because do. We're gonna, Let's get we're a gonna, ship on the it, open ocean right now. It's going to be full-time job for a single crew to go around the outer rim collecting probably, taxes. Probably two or three or four ships, like to be honest. Well, if we and collect we once wanna... a quarter, how long does it take to go around the rim, Neil, if you spent a day at each island? Like 20 days? Well, if you spent yeah. a day at each island, there's 48 islands on the outer rim? Yeah. So a couple months. So one, so one ship could do it. Mm -hmm. But the problem Maybe. is, if yeah, you have gonna, all of your gold on one ship. Yeah, we're going to trust true, one yeah. ship to have like our fucking entire wealth. I think we should have, in theory, four, and they can do like a quarter of each area, and then they can have time to go put their ship back, actually have a life. Uh, I think a maybe even better one would be to set up like an outpost. Yeah. Along yeah. where, like, a, and have yeah, a ship attached to that outpost that goes to the islands. It's like a heavily armed ship that takes and it, it in and takes it to that outpost. So we need to, I yeah. think we need to, we've got Sulphur Island. I think we need to pick three more islands on the other corners of the rim yeah. to empower. Well, we have, um, we have one at the very bottom that we can work with the goblins. Uh, yeah, do we want to send a ship of goblins around to collect our taxes? I don't know about that. I don't know about that, but I'm saying like we could definitely have like, I think it's Monshare. Or no, mm -hmm. the, the Crob Strait. We can definitely work with them in the Crob Strait. The humans were still on the other side of the Crob Strait, were they? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, maybe we can work with them. We could we could probably work with the goblins and just have that like have a human crew drop off the gold and the goblins mind it yeah. first like because we just need the outpost to hold like a like a safe it's a bank essentially just holds the gold. Jamuba, we own that. Yeah, Jamuba, that's definitely should be one. So we is have. That, we just is that not close to where we are now though? Um, it is no, no, Jamuba's where we are now. Yeah. Where are we now, Neil? Creighton. On the okay. right side. Uh, well, it doesn't have to be Creighton to be fair. 
No. Did we not like... take control? Jamuba is the one that we did take control. Oh, Virex. Yeah, that's further down. It's kind of southeast. But we didn't really take control. No, we didn't. We just killed the Duke, didn't we? We just killed the Duke. Well, we left Shoshona, was her name, in charge of it? Yeah, actually we did. That's true. Is Flotsam too close? We can't do Flotsam. It's too close to our base. Our, uh... Yeah, we can do Sulfur. I think Sulfur is fine. No, definitely Sulfur, yeah. Definitely Sulfur, so, definitely Jamuba, and then we need sulfur, two more. Sulfur, Jamuba, Monshare, and then we need one more. Where's, which or, one sorry, was Monshare again? Crobstrait, the very Crop straight. Well, the three that you've picked are almost Perfect equidistant triangle. around the island. Yeah, those are pretty good. And then we okay, just yeah, one so maybe we just do... Well, maybe we just do three then, actually. Neil's right, it's a good triangle. Yeah. That gives... How many islands did you say there were, Neil? 48, I think. What's that, like 13... 16 per 16 each yeah that's not bad that's okay yeah 16 days to collect then they have the other half of the month or whatever to fuck off so then that way if we split it between three they could collect monthly yeah and then we could send yeah. one major ship from sulfur island to on our way back can we find Most. a ship then we i mean we just need to steal ships yeah so we'd steal some ships i think we on our way back we look for, for ships Actually, I think it's 60 on the outer rim. I thought it was 60 total, but the outer so ring is 60. 20 each. Yeah, that's 20 each. Yeah. Yeah, especially because we could even do like a thing where like, yo, you three islands, get your taxes onto the one island and we'll send a ship to collect it from that one island. No, we can, it could be ad admined out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they could, I mean, Sulphur Island is our main base that operations, is, right? That will be the grander scheme when we have all of the islands on the outer rim, which will be... Yeah probably 40 episodes <laughs> yeah okay well, I cool think, well i think like we've started to take control of a lot of them and as we're arriving more and more like some of the work that we do on each island is going to be pre-done now because we're going to send out the yeah. message about the followers of a stair so that's yeah. not going to be needed to be done on every single island now no one will we... bring up the you get an island on board you get a cut of their percent to the captain is he receptive yeah, I think that's right, because it's kind of like... I mean, you call it a pyramid scheme, but it's actually like a just a medieval hierarchy, right? Yeah. Like, Sulphur yeah. Sul yeah. is the king, the others are dukes, the rest are counts, sort of thing. And that's how In we sell it. parts of ancient Maybe Rome, their tax collection mm -hmm. system was to find a group of mercenaries and say... How many? How much in taxes can you extract from this land? And then just had whoever, whatever mercenary group said they could extract the most, extract mm. taxes, and then anything extra that they extracted, they could keep for themselves. Keep. And that's how the uh. Romans taxed some sections of their empire in certain that's periods of their time. Yeah, there's a lot of ways you could do taxes. Um. <clears throat> okay. Cool. Well, I think we can get Kalfu and the second crew. Uh, John Brophy to I think we should be sending a ship around the outer room to check in on each island to make sure that you know they're not flying the white prince's flag anymore that their guards aren't there that their shit's gone like, I those think people wanna... need to be leveled up I think yeah. before we do that yeah yeah we'll also have to like actually come up with like a hierarchy of like pirate king pirate duke etc or whatever yeah. you know yeah, yeah. pyramid we decide to go for yeah, we could come up with like some new titles it depends on how into the how into it you guys want to get with this because you could get very in depth on the outer rim taxations and whatnot. Um 
I think I think I don't want to get I don't want to have like a ledger of like oh this island was short forty three copper and no, no. we burnt yeah. down a house but like having a general like this is the rough structure and it's kind of like a canvas whenever we land on an island mm. there's something to build off of yeah mm -hmm. yeah we can make it a spreadsheet I mean I wonder if <clears throat> it makes sense for us to actually stop on at every island outside the outer rim and do that like even probably if we, we want to do it anyways yeah even if we don't role play us going to every single island yeah we could. Pick a select few where maybe something interesting happens, but maybe we should spend six months securing the outer rim and making sure that we are actually in charge. Yeah. Can we, um, on our way back right now, pillage a ship? Because we just need ships. That's our. That's our issue. We've been, yeah, we can find one. We've been trying to get Brophy's ship for a while, I think. Mm -hmm. Oh, we got him one. We got him one. We just need. Did we? Right? I'm almost positive. Well, you have some preferences, right? You don't want little fishing boats. You don't want, no. like, you know, run-down ships. You're looking for something of quality, something nice. Yeah, we have three ships right now. We have the Viking, the legit ship, and the Golden Light, which is Brophy's ship now. And then you also have the ship that Ajora has been Merchants. using, yeah. right? But she's not... She's sort of doing her own merchanting and checking in with you from time to time. Yeah. yeah. That's more like a rumor gathering and slight like passive mm -hmm. income ship, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, we are mm -hmm. going to need more men and women, though, yep. through these ships. Mm -hmm. I think offering coin and recruitment, that's like a pretty, like, we're now a job scheme, right? We're the outer ring job yeah. scheme. Yeah. yeah. No one's going to go and start donating to uh, orphanages and bringing on, like, the older ones, um, the pirate crew. Yeah. People who well, have, like, really nothing. Let's take it um, one island at a time as our party leaves Creighton and sails backwards against the current, heading back, I do believe, for Sulphur Island to check in with your people there um, and messages. And it is a very different voyage than on your way out here. You don't really see much in the way of ships in the water. Even as you pass islands, like you'll see the fishing boats are all pulled in towards the docks. And you'll, you know, you'll get maybe, uh, you know, the, this first island, who cares about? All the island is special and, you know, you know, if they're being weird, it's fine. Nightcrawler Island's kind of abandoned. Then you come across these two, which have been a little bit quiet, and you start to feel a little bit suspicious and weirded yeah, out by the situation. I up that, well, do you think that the White Prince is going to send his flagship? Do you think it's in this area? Mm -hmm. I think now that the White Prince has abandoned the rim, I think they're all scared of pirates. I think yeah, we it's... need to instill confidence, make sure that trade's still happening here. Otherwise, there won't be any taxes to collect. Yeah, you're passing Colrogio when you see all of their fishing boats pulled in. You know, maybe one fishing boat kind of uh, a couple hundred yards from shore, but not very far out at all. And you're getting this sense that something has changed around here. We'll throw the flags up. Uh, why are all the boats in? We ask. Um, just like, you know, near Colrogia, you, you flag it from yeah. sea. Yeah, you can take some time to send flags up and down. Um, and the message that you will get back is dragon sighting. Dock now. Oh. Is Colrogia even near where we met Telemachio? No, I mean, way over here. You're on your That's way here me. from Telemachy, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's not close even. What are the chances it's Iron Dragon, or could it be one we don't even know about? I think it's a bit too much of a coincidence. It's got to be the same dragon. Got to be the same dragon. Yeah. 
Uh, you keep Let's going. Let's keep going. Same yeah. thing with Port Augustus. You know, just a few boats in the water. None of the merchant vessels are out or anything. The well, Deadlands. Same flags up. Same message. Same message. Yeah. You know, dragons. Uh, when was it last seen? Um, dragons or dragon? S or this says dragons, plural, sighted. Um, when was the last one? When? Oh. It, you, know, you just get the message. Come dock. Fuck off. We keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Deadlands is an empty place. You passed Yuma, and it's, you know, a quiet place to begin with. They don't have much in the way of ships anyway, um, and their, their boats are kind of out there. Then Port Ferris, um, and you can either come and hang out in your, your base or go through the strait and try and flag them or even dock in Port Ferris, or you can just pass on by and head I would, to your... I would, I would like to see what's going on in Port Ferris. We don't have to dock, but I would like to use my spyglass and have mm -hmm. a little look at the docks there, see if I see the, uh, the Inquisitor and the the White Prince's men and stuff like that. Yeah, you will get to Port Ferris and you will not see any flags of the White Prince here. Nice. Hey, okay. man, gone. They might have fucked off. Yeah, the triumphant return. Yeah, can <laughs> we, we can dock, dock here, Captain? In your you pirate ship? figure out what's going on? I mean, there's no yeah. White Prince. There's no White Prince flags. Who's going to stop us? Let's do it. Let's dock. Let's not cause trouble here, then, remember. I agree. Yeah. The four of this you pull up on your boat. And now there's no denying. There's no one in this town who might recognize you and not realize that you're pirates. It's clear at this point as you pull in on your, your pirate boat um, and step onto the docks of Port Ferris. Now, there still is the giant white prince emblem built into the Port Ferris main dock. You know, no one has torn that down. Um, not yet. Yeah. It's still. Let's get right that done, though. I think that's a good idea. Um, when you say the emblem, remind me where is it? Is it like a paper thing, or is it? No, 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 it's like. On the map. Yeah, it'll take a moment for the map to resolve, but it's the tiles on the ground are um, blue and gold in the shape of the triangle of a stair. Okay, well, we do need to um, get rid of that. Yeah, so it's not a problem for another day. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So you can come on in and take a look, and the port town is kind of quiet. There's really not much going on in here. Uh, out by the docks is, for the first I'll time in a long time, just kind of empty. There are people Harbor around. Master? Mm-hmm. What's this about Dragon? Uh, Harbor Master yeah, comes Harbor on over Master. towards you. Dragon, you haven't heard? Dragon's been no. seen out in the seas. Every boat coming round has been saying it. More than one? Shrugs. What when cool two boats come by saying they've seen a dragon, I don't know if it's the same one or if it's two different dragons, but I would advise you not to take your ship out to sea unless you absolutely need it. And what happened to the White Prince and his men? They packed up their stuff a little while ago and left. Before the dragon? Before the dragon sighting, yes. We didn't get much word on why or how or when, but they all packed up. Well, oh, they were never welcome on the rim anyway. Tell, he his head back tell them forth. what you told the other island. Well, you know who we are? He looks to Archie and nods. The reason the White Prince ain't around here no more is because the rim belongs to us now. You and Lady Nightingale, sure. right? Well, Nightingale's got our own business elsewhere. 
But uh, all you need to know is that this town is under our protection. Taxes are being cut in half. And we're looking for recruits. Able-bodied men and women can sail a ship, swing a sword, looking for a life of adventure. Send them our way. Uh, we will well, be collecting the taxes now, though. Well, I don't think anyone's sailing as long as that dragon's out there. Might be time to catch some well-needed rest on the shore. Kick your heels Perhaps. up for a little while. What, what does this dragon look like? Is anyone, what, what does the sighting say? Oh, there's a great worm in the sea, is what they said. If the but, dragon uh, pairs are marked, the dragon will cause you no problem. I think that's our dragon. That's our dragon. Yeah. I'm sorry, what? You have a dragon. That's our dragon, yeah. We let him go. He was under a mountain. He's our friend now. I wouldn't, call him a dragon. I wouldn't call him a dragon either. I would call him a god if you ever meet him. I would spread that around. You're telling me the four of you on that little boat, no offense, own a dragon. We don't own the dragon. Still. We don't own the dragon. Well, he's, he's like, not ours like a cat. Ours like a friend. A friend of ours. With a friend of ours. We share an enemy, if you will. Gotcha. Okay. Any of the any of these boats say that the dragon damaged any ships? Has it just been seen? Why well, I think if a dragon damages a ship, there ain't no survivors to say to tell about it. Well, perhaps another docked. ship saw it happen. Are there any nice ships in the dock right now? Yeah. You don't have a crew to get it anywhere, but. Yeah. No, but I could... I don't think we should steal from our own citizens. Oh, that's true. <clears throat> Captain, I believe it is called... Uh, what is it called again? Something... Um... Nationalization. Nationalization, that's it. <laughs> and this is for the good of the people. The <laughs> um, but we should probably spread the word that the dragon is our friend. And... Oh, well, we never we asked him how we, he wants people to worship him. Actually, this could be a really good cover for us. I kind of like stroke my beard. We could get people to start worshipping him, and that would actually get us in with him pretty well. As, as, as Sale's talking, I sort of step in front of the Harpmaster and say, uh, ignore this conversation, but uh, I'm hoping, friend, you know, we've dealt with each other before, that you might be able to speak to whoever's running things around here and Lady collect Chroma. our taxes. Uh, look, I'm just oh, the harbor master. I, I collect the docking fees. I pass them off up to the nobles. Nobles in charge. Where's I the don't... sheriff then? Okay, fine. Uh, what you can do Where are the nobles me? around here? Where are our docking fees? <laughs> what, you, what, you can, what you can do, buddy, is uh, a couple of these ships in the dock here look very interesting. And since people don't want to be sailing no more, maybe they're looking to make some gold for their useless ships. Could you point me in the direction of the owners of these couple of vessels here? And he takes a look at the ones you're pointing at, the nice ships over here, and he, yeah, yeah, of course. Let's see, um, hmm. Ah, that one there is owned by Lady Butterworth, and uh, that one over there is owned by her sister. Um, also Lady Butterworth, but younger, so uh, Madam Butterworth, or? We usually just call them the two, the two ladies. The two ladies Butterworth. Thank you for that, friend. I will uh, turn around to the crew and say, okay, Archie and Nilram, find Lady Chroma or whoever's in charge here and go and collect our taxes. Remember, it's 10%, yes. half of what the White King was charging, the White Prince is charging. 10%. I'm sorry, Lady Chroma has uh, no longer with us. 
What? Is her husband around? Who owns the island? Uh, Lady Chroma threw herself from her tower. Uh, you oh, didn't shit. answer my question. Who owns the island? I don't care how she died. Who's collecting uh, uh, the taxes front? Uh, her, her son. Thank right. you. Lord Chroma. Well, Nilrim, Archie, you go and find this Lord Chroma here. Collect our taxes. Remember, 10%. We're giving them a discount. Make sure that they appreciate that. Can I uh, sale. I assume that you need to go and see to the priests here. Oh, yeah. I'll have a Remind big smile them of the edict. Oh, yeah. Very I good. can't wait to beat the clerics on this island. Wait, I think I beat, uh, this. I think I beat Lord Chroma up before. Wait, is this the kid we beat up at the start? I think this is the kid that no one beat up, yeah, and then... <laughs> Wait, I beat him up. I, I ambushed him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, maybe. It's Didn't we take his key? Did we take yes. his key as well? Yeah, yes. Oh my yeah. god. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, master, what's your name? Uh, Henry. Henry. Uh, you've done good work today, mate. And I've always appreciated the way you handle things here, so this is a little bonus for you. And I hand him 30 gold. Thank you. Uh, he'll take it in his pocket. Thank you very much. Very well. Um, I will busy myself. I have some contacts that I need to go and speak to. I trust that you guys can uh, handle your business. I would love to pay a visit to my old friend. Okay, I leave the crew and I will head off to the blacksmith. Archie's coming with me? Yeah, Archie and Nelrim. The brains mm -hmm. and the brawn to collect the All taxes. Right. Sale. We're gonna... Oh, yeah. Sale. There's going to be a lot of this wrangling of a stare folk, right? Every island we go to, we're going to have to do this thing over and over again. It's going to be um, time consuming and we should develop a system, like a ritual. Uh, like a well, way to yeah. Do yeah, we should develop a way to, to smooth this along so it's not a... Um, you know, so we don't have to drag out, okay, and I burn her eyes, and I rip out the tongue, and, you know, how would you like to go about this sort of thing? I think there's a couple of um, large problems. First being, you know, not everyone is going to recognize your authority off the bat or take you seriously. You've spent so much time being incognito that, like, people might have heard of the Crimson Fist, but they also might just think of it as, like, a legend or a rumor. You're going to need some way to showcase that you are serious and that you mean business so you don't have to like deal with people blowing you off and just not taking you seriously how how are you going to showcase to all the people of a town that you mean business uh almost certainly it would probably involve getting the clerics of a stair bringing them to the water and then turning undead on them mm. and then being like is anyone else <clears throat> <laughs> that anyone else want to continue following us there? That's a so. definitely that's like a good climax. But how do you get all of the clerics of Aster to come down to the beach with you? Like, aren't they just going to ignore you? Or if there's you know the clerics and the priests, there could be a lot of them. A town like this has got five thousand people. There there could be half a dozen priests and clerics, maybe more. Um, it would probably I'd probably have to start bringing a crew with me. Like on smaller islands, I could probably handle the local mm -hmm. priests myself. They're probably like you know, level zero, level one characters. But mm -hmm. in a town like this, he might be like a level two, three, four, five, somewhere in that region. And he might yeah. have one person. He might have ways to fight me, essentially. Is yeah, what it could get messy. Um, um, I suppose, depending on the size of the island, I would probably hire some local muscle 
They're like, hey, uh, you guys want to make some money? I got to get rid of a cleric. That's the job. Um, Finding folks who are going to, you know, side with you to fight the established religious order is going to be kind of tough, though. I mean, imagine if you showed up in Boston and you're like, hey, I need some blokes to go fuck up a priest with me. You know, like, that's a tall order to get some locals to do it for some money. Hmm. Especially yeah, if there's like a question. sheriff around, you know, they're going to be breaking the law for you. If you were a well-known and respected person, it might be easy, but you're coming in fresh for these folks. Hmm. Hmm. That's a difficult question. I'll have to have a think about that one. Um, yeah. All right. Well, well, we'll give you a think on it while we flip over and see what the others are doing for a minute. Um, Archie and Nilrum. Right, Where Archie. are you headed? We're going to Lord Chroma's house, Archie. All right. We're going to do this. We're going to do this magic man style. All right. I'm going to okay. knock open the doors like the magnificent wizard I am. And I'm just going to walk in and I'm going to sit in his parlor. You're going to be with me. If anyone tries to fuck with me, I need you to punch him and beat him up. Always. Cool. There That's goes we do. Uh, the Lord's house. He knows where it is. We've heisted this place before. Mm-hmm. Is there anyone at the gate? Yeah, totally. There's a little wrought iron gate there, a garden on the inside. Um, you can see a couple of halflings hanging around on the garden, having some drinks, putting their feet up on a chair when they should be working. Uh, young halflings, would you come here for a moment? One of them Archie's rolls his eyes next to him menacingly. Hops up and trots on over to the gate. Hello. Would you please open this? I'll, I'll go... Ask I will the... hand him four gold pieces. Oh, look, the gate fell open. He, like, flips open the latch really quickly and, you know, walks over, you know, uh, throws it open, takes the gold from you and goes and sits back down in his chair with his buddy. See, this is why you got to hire good help. You got to pay people good money so they want to work for you and not fuck you over. I enter. Mm-hmm. I go up to the house door. I open. Yeah. It's open. Uh, yeah, it's, it's opened. Unlocked. It's unlocked, yeah. yeah? But you open it, and there's a servant, you know, just inside the door who turns and looks at you and goes, Excuse me, uh, help, guys, and shouts in. Uh, I'm here for a meeting with uh, the lord of this house. The halflings let me in and told me just to go. I don't know why you're screaming for the guards, ma'am. It's most un- unusual entry behavior. This is, this is never the way. It- and, you know, by now a foot soldier shows up. You know, he's got, like, maybe um a short sword at his side sort of honorific more than anything he's got like fine clothes on but no armor this is not the you know going into combat but just like the presence of muscle around here sort of person who <clears throat> strides forward chest out hello me, citizen sir. i'm here to meet with the lord would you please uh, you'll have to come back thanks. at another time with an appropriate appointment uh, i will pull out 10 gold are you trying yeah, to bribe me I am a, the guard of the house guard of Lord Chroma, owner of this island. How dare you try to bribe me? He uh, puts a hand on his sword, but doesn't draw it. I will motion Archie to come in. <clears throat> Archie will move up. Stand back, sir. Don't make uh, me hurt how about you. You stand back. Don't. I'd, I'd like to like to see you try. He draws his short sword. Nilrum puts Stand his back. Hand on his face. You caused this man to die, lady. How does that make you feel? 
I'm saying. But, he points his sword in, in Archie's direction. The woman just sort of backs up um, towards the, you know, adored way in the hallway that she's in and turns, looks down the hallway and goes, help, help. Punch him, Archie. Archie just kind of shrugs and we'll start punching him. All right. Give me an initiative roll. This guy's going to do 1d10 plus three for his short sword. Let me make sure it's like, my, where the fuck is my token? Um, I will give you a token. PC Archie. There you go. Thank you. Right here. Am I at full HP? I feel like we've recovered by now. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. definitely at full HP by now. Okay, okay, okay. Um, boom, boom, boom. All right, there you go. Punch it, yes. Ah, same initiative. He takes the sword. He thrusts it straight into your belly. Um, he I'll does. Use my... <laughs> <laughs> I also want to use my free block on his attack. Can I do it? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Roll your block. He, he almost, he would have killed you, but you managed to deflect the short sword with one hand while criticaling the shit out of him with the other. Please roll me double damage. Uh, 12 damage to the three HP guard. Uh, you break his face and he falls to the ground and will Do bleed to death the next round. Do I notice anything... You know, except for the fact that I'm obviously the best puncher in the world. Do I notice anything off about this interaction since I've eaten the dragon whisker? Does it feel any different? Um, you know, it was over way too fast. You really did protect oh, yeah. the shit out of your party here. There was. Right, right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> You'll need a bigger challenge to feel that, I think. Okay. Um, Nilrim will call out, uh, we'll be waiting in the, the parlor for the lord. And he'll make himself in the parlor. He'll make himself a drink. Yeah. Five minutes later, the thump, 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 thump of a whole bunch of armed guards come on downstairs. It takes five minutes because they bothered to find their gear and put on their armor and grab their shields. And soon the parlor doors are opened from both sides as eight guards, four from each side, come on in. Um, some of them have spears. Most of them have spears. A few of them do have swords. And following behind them is the young lord chroma just before this get can can you show chat the rolls please oh i'm so sorry sorry uh here it's it's nothing new i just fucking critical got every single high roll i could possibly have gotten chat don't worry about it it's nothing (laughs) yeah i didn't need to see it 19 natural the hits 30 modified six and one on damage how how many priests is it how many guards does this guy have eight and Lord Chroma comes in behind them. It's good to see you again, my lord. It's been a while since we've seen each other. Who are you? Does he have an arm? Did he miss an arm? What happened to him? I can't remember. Did He's got an arm and a sling. Oh, shit. Still. Uh, I am with the Crimson Fists. We Don't are arrest a... this man immediately! Um, their weapons are already drawn out. They, you know, the spearmen point them in your direction menacingly, like close enough that they have advantage on attack rolls. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say, guards, if you would wish me not to lightning bolt every single one of you and all of you not see your families, then I suggest you step a, take a few steps back and put the spears down. I will pay you handsomely. Uh, there is the very quick and nervous exchange of looks between all the guards' faces. Young Lord Chroma says, I, I immediately 
Stop that man! And the guards who... I mean, look at Lord Chroma. Right? And then... You follow a man like that. And then here's this wizard, this known brutal wizard who is just sitting down in your house, not doing Having anything. A Having a Right? That's a very unsettling situation. Um, and so <laughs> the guards sort of find the in-between where they're not going to piss off anybody, where they just hold still and, like, maybe, you know, the spear points come very gently yeah. backward, but not fast That's enough fun. that they're, like, fully retreating. Can I do, like, a charisma check to see, like, which one is, like, the leader of the guard? Maybe who they'd look to to see if, like, they were going to back up? Oh, well, That's yeah. That's the one I want to catch his eye on. You can definitely catch that person. That would be the, the head of the household guard. That's one of the people who does have a sword instead of a spear and is sort of standing behind the ranks. Mm -hmm. This is an older person, um, an older woman. Um, she's sort of got gray hair and like pockmarks and scars on her face from fighting for years. She's actually wearing proper chain mail and heavy gloves. You, you can't wear this chain mail here for long, but half an hour, yeah, yeah you can get away with it. Um, no one will she... give her like a gentle nod and then he'll draw his attention immediately back to the Lord um, and ask him, please come have a seat. I would like to begin our meeting. You've kept me waiting quite a while. He pushes and... between his soldiers looks at all of them i will have your heads for this when 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 this man is gone we are gonna have to have a serious talk about your my leadership and authority and your <clears throat> turns and points his finger at you who do Sit. you who are you norm says he sits and then realizes that he probably shouldn't have sat and stands back up again no not taking orders from some interloper what do you want do you even know this whose house this is I do. I've been in here before. We've stolen from your mother. Um, <laughs> your arm in a sling was done by me. You can thank me that you still have your life, and we didn't kill you for that key that we took. Now, you. before things get messy, I need you to sit. This is the last time I'll ask. He's going to need to make a morale check doesn't realize that if he doesn't sit down you're actually gonna fucking kill him and he botches his morale check yeah he sits quietly i think i will <laughs> hear what you have to say have you come to surrender anyway <laughs> guards uh please give us a moment and he'll look to the lady uh, the lady says <clears throat> everyone you should clear out of here you're no match for either of these men you'll just get yourselves killed um, and she lets them clear, but she will stay and stand behind the young lord. Now, now it's just the four of you. The White Prince has abandoned this island because us, the Crimson Fists, are taking over the Outer Rim. We've already collected taxes from a few of the islands, and we have a deal for you. We will only be collecting half of the taxes that the White Prince collects. And if your ships bear our mark, the dragon that you have seen in the ocean... Um, his name is Telemachy. He's a god. He will not hurt you. Sounds like a good deal to me. I'm sorry. I did not hear you surrender. Oh, I'm not surrendering. You are going to pay us taxes. And why would I do that? Because if you don't, I will kill you and I will put someone in place of your household to pay me taxes. 
what about the White Prince? He'll put a stop to you soon. He's going to have his hands full with our dragon friend for quite a long time. Don't you know your history? The White Prince sealed Telemachy in a mountain ages ago. If he's done it once, Don't he can do it again. Don't you know he stood on a mountain for 40 days and 40 nights and prayed to the White, uh, to the Astaire for him to have those powers, and now he's fucked it up? Do you think Astaire's going to listen to him again? The dragon is back, and he is going to rule over the Outer Rims. You can either accept my offer of half fees, or I'm sure I can instill someone in your very lovely home. I... The young Lord Chroma is way out of his depths. This is a high-power life-and-death decision, and this kid is just not equipped for this sort of thing. I, um... He looks to the bodyguard behind him. And she takes a knee and whispers into his ear a few lines. He looks at you and goes, I, um... I suppose I don't have much of a choice in this situation. Where... You want me to collect half the amount of taxes as normal and then give it all to you and keep none of it for myself? You can collect the normal amount of taxes and you can keep half of it for yourself. We just Hmm. are owed our taxes. However, I would like you to make a sizable donation to the local orphanage yearly under Milrim the Maleficent's name. Fine. There's not very many orphans left there, though. A whole bunch of them died recently. There will be more, I'm sure. Um, I would also like, and he'll point to the older lady, um, I would like her to work for us. It's her decision. She can say no if she'd like. Um, But we can have a talk about your pay, and you can choose your own soldiers and your own... um, You'll have your own ship. I have. We just need you to collect taxes if you'd be so interested. Fine, fine, fine. Whatever it takes to get you out of my house. Uh, I nod. Then our meeting is concluded. Um, I would like half of the taxes up front now. Please bring it down. You don't have to. Your guard's good. He looks to the the guard who walks to the door, opens it, whispers to the soldiers there, and um, some minutes later, down is brought a heavy chest laden with silver. No gold? No, they collect all their taxes in silver here. That's fine. Um, I will ask Archie. Archie, could you pick up that chest for me? I'll give him a side eye. Of course. Very weak, I'm sorry. Frail wizard and all. Well, um, put a hand on your shoulder. I know, buddy. I know. <laughs> uh, my lady, please, uh, we'll be here for, I think, a, a night or two. Uh, think over my proposal. You can choose your own crew. We would love to have someone like you in our employ. I am sworn to the Chroma family for life. Understood. Um, do you have anybody that you would recommend? <laughs> uh, she shakes her head a couple of times. 
Understood. All right. Uh, we'll be going now. Thank you for the taxes. We'll be back every quarter to collect them. Um, normal draw, like a mark. Uh, this is If someone presents you with this mark, then that is a person who you can trust with the taxes to bring it back to me. Mm. Would you make that mark on... I'm going to bring us to a different roll 20 Yeah, page. it'll just be the... Um, you know our... Fuck a stair symbol where it's like the triangles the instead of the yeah it's the circle with the the triangles on the corn on it instead of the yeah it'll yeah, just yeah. be that mark yep. great okay well then I think we are going to be just about at our ending point no no wait we got to go back to sale I almost forgot about sale um okay yeah the two of so you wrap up here and head back sale uh the really quick version of the plan is I figure out what the previous institutions of power on this island were. Mm -hmm. uh, so, for example, um, <clears throat> there's probably going to be a few guards who didn't, like, go back to the inner islands. There'll be mm -hmm. some of the locals who were working for the White Prince, but probably weren't, like, loyalists. They were, it was a job, right? I right. get them and I say, you got your old job back, but you work for me now. And we're basically going to be doing the same thing, except Esther's the bad guy. Um, and, you know, it's just a job to them. They probably don't care. So I'll probably get a few guys there. Um, and that way it'll have a lot more legitimacy because it'll look like, oh, this is just the same thing we had before. Like, mm -hmm. I recognize Johnny. Johnny was a guard. He was working for the White Prince. Right, he's still in right. the same job, but now he's working for the Red, uh, the okay. Crimson Fist. So how do you get these guards to work with you? Uh, I offer them wages out of the taxes that we collect uh, after I have a conversation with John. Okay, so it's going to be sort of like we oppose authority over the like the, the legal and executive institution, and then we go to the guards and we get the guards to then round up the, the people. Yeah, Perfect. it's like you basically, okay. you, you know, the White Prince leaves, there's a little bit of a power vacuum, you come back in, you rebuild the power vacuum that looks almost the same. Got it. Um, so if everyone's like, oh, this is just like life's going back on a normal, new king, same king. Same so we'll essentially reconquer each island that you go to and take over their executive branch and then just swap out the the figurehead of state you know you guys now instead of a stare and then you leave everything else intact and manipulate those um pre-existing power structures to do your bidding yeah and then we use that to once we have done that on each island or on an individual island then mm -hmm. we go after it's like okay we're the new we're the new Got it. big dicks in perfect town. perfect you're a cleric of a stare we got to have a conversation. Got it. Got it. That um, is excellent. Then um, that's but I think basically we'll what the uh, mm -hmm. basically what the church did. They used to have like little stone circles where they'd worship like the pagan gods, and they just built churches in the middle, so people were still going to the same place to worship. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> like, yeah, people... yeah, that's how that. That's how they brought Christianity to Scotland. They had little stone circles, like the Druids did, and they uh -huh. would pray in the stone circles and the Catholics or the Christians that came were just like, we just build our churches in the center of the stone circles. And it's like, it changes nothing for the people's worship. They go to the same place. Ah, see, that's very clever. That's very clever. Oh, you have a holiday that's on this day. So do we have a holiday that's on this day. Just change the thing <laughs> that you hang outside. You co-opt the existing structure. Ah, what, what a perfect. coincidence. Jesus was actually born on that same day that you hold that pagan festival. Wow, <laughs> that's crazy. That's so useful. Okay. 
Well, then we're going to come back next week with some more Tides of Death. We're going to see what's happening on this island. We're going to see about getting some of those ships and about changing the power structure here in town, as we've just heard the conversation with. Um, and then when our party gets back to their main island, we have something in store. Someone is waiting for them. And we'll have that conversation when they get there. Uh, but just that'll be to, just it. to say though, it, it's not next week; it's the week after. Because I'm after. gone next week. Yeah. Oh right, you're out next week. Yeah, yeah, I'm gone. I'm in Spain until Thursday, so oh. I could play a game on Friday. Probably, I think we are doing. We're doing Tombs of Scoria on Friday. Friday. Yeah. Okay, so Tuesday the twenty seventh will be our next dicing with death, uh, tides of death. Yeah, but okay. I think we're back to regular scheduling after that, right? It's been a bit right. of an unfortunate yeah, period, so. but we should be back to normal. This is holiday August. season. Yeah. yeah. End of August, beginning of September is, for some reason, the hard, second hardest time in the year to schedule D&D sessions. Every year, doing the shit for nine years, August, September, super awkward. December, impossible. Everything else, more or less fine. You know, if this was a more, like, if we were all professional, if we were somehow making so much money, though, this was our full-time job, we'd probably go on holiday during the same two weeks. That way we could yeah, make yeah. sure that it was only two weeks. But unfortunately, everyone's got, like, you've gone away for a while, and then I'm going away literally the week you get back. But mm-hmm. That's how the construction yeah. industry does it here. Like, every construction company takes the same two weeks off. It's like, this is your holidays. We're all yeah, out. Yeah. No, nothing gets done for these two weeks. Same in uh, in my girlfriend's job. She gets told, like, you know, this month you can take holidays, otherwise there's other shit going on. Hmm. Weird. Well, that'll be it for Tides of Death today. We'll be back in a week and change. Catch you guys then. Bye-bye. Thanks for watching, everyone.